Anything else I should know about? No, no, just be yourself. They love you. It, it's relaxed, I promise. Hello, I'm Thomas Crothers. The last time this Coven of Witches convened was for... Missing a member. We are missing, we are a, missing member. a member, unfortunately. Um, but you were both in um, America, and the both of you are the wonderful Jasmine Suzanka. Hello, Jasmine Suzanka. Hi. And the wonderful Hannah Morafell. Morafell, I did stumble <laughs> over your name. Thank you. It's all right. Um we're doing 2023 Spotlight, and this is going to be the first episode. And I'm not saying that this is the best film of the year. It certainly isn't. But um, I thought overall 2023 was a rather excellent year for film. And it's been very, very, very good. And so these aren't necessarily... It's in the run-up to Oscar season, and mm -hmm. we will be touching on the Oscar movies that I like, but it isn't going to be... But I think the Oscars are going to be very strong. Anyway, this is getting away from the point because this is going to be just a 2023 Spotlight series. And it goes without saying that one of the biggest talking point films of the year has been Emerald Fennell's Saltburn. Good, bad, who knows? Now, a lot of people have been talking about Saltburn like it was um, Babylon. Did anybody watch Babylon last year? Babylon was very, very good. Babylon was my film of the year. It was very, very good. Don't trust anybody who says that Babylon's bad. But Babylon was incredibly divisive. And Babylon was either famously a one-star movie or a five-star movie. Now, Babylon was very, very good. And had multiple sort of shock and awe scenes and sex and violence and cocaine and lots of, you know, sexy celebrities. And people keep saying that Saltburn's like Babylon, but I disagree because I think that Babylon's very, very good. I think that Saltburn is very, 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 very enjoyable and I like it a lot. And I just finalized my review and gave it seven out of 10. And I actually think. It is closer to Don't Worry Darling. Now, this is a film that is exponentially better than Don't Worry Darling, but I do think it's quite similar in the sense of um, female, female writer and director's big second movie. She's been given a lot more money and a lot more carte blanche. It's basically a modernization remake of a better movie from Tom called the Thomas Mr. Ripley. And I'm not going to do the whole thing. I listened, I love listening to the Don't Worry Dally podcast, actually. That's one of my comforts. 
And I do, I annoy myself the amount of times I talk about the Stepford Wives. So I'm not going to talk about Town to Mr. Ripley a lot. And uh, it's great vibes and great aesthetic with some, with some pretty great performances and an overall quite entertaining, enjoying ride that if you talk about it for a second or pick out anything, it completely falls apart. I've said all of this and in actuality, I don't, actually believe what I'm saying because I th I think Saltburn's a lot better and a lot more entertaining. I've talked too much. Jazz, you messaged me <laughs> as always. Jazz, <laughs> you messaged me saying happy birthday and then said please tell me you've watched Saltburn. Um, why? Because I feel like if there's anyone to talk to this movie about Al, it's the two people I'm with. Plus Rian, <laughs> I would love to hear Rian's opinions, which we will hear later. We, I just I do, feel I like did, yes. it's, I don't know, I just feel like I notice certain things in movies and then Tom comes in and bulldozes over those and I just really wanted to know what he was going to bulldoze over in this specific movie. I don't want to disappoint you, Jazz. But I've surprised myself with Saltburn. I've kind of been a freaky agent of chaos in the sense that <laughs> I'm a freak. And yeah, I loved, I really enjoy Saltburn and I really enjoyed it watching it again. And maybe I'm a real freak, but people need to get over themselves. <laughs> Rian messaged me the other day watching Saltburn and she was like, wow, what the fuck? And I was literally watching a movie called Under the Skin, which is far more unsettling about Scarlett Johansson as she's an alien and she's like, you know, she's going to kill this mentally, like physically deformed man. And I'm like, yeah, people need to watch weirder movies. This guy licked a tub. Um, but <laughs> everyone's losing their minds. Um, Hannah, Saltburn. Yes, Saltburn. I love this movie. I rewatched it today because I was like, I need to. I think I watched it like a month ago and then I rewatched it today to prep. And I love this movie. Oh my gosh. The aesthetic is just immaculate. It's so beautiful. Uh, it, it really reminded me of, um, well, obviously, it's like based on Brideshead Revisited mm -hmm. and The Talented Mr. Ripley, which I, I like both of those films. But I just. The 2007 aesthetic, excellent, beautiful. I had no notes. I thought people were really um, overreacting to all of the sexual scenes. I think there's a lot worse stuff that happens in other films. So. I do have two and a half pages of single space notes, I have to say. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, sex yeah. Also, sex scenes. Yeah, they don't, they don't even yeah. get any. There's no well there's some well, sex there's there's oral sex, sex and there's there's hand sex <laughs> and there's great I'm sorry, sex I'm sorry. I, just, I, I do i am glad that we record these because that might be the first time on air that somebody's ever said the phrase hand sex um <laughs> oh i i don't know how else i would describe it i don't want to throw this in straight away but is there any reason to modernize talented mr ripley without having them actually have sex is that not the reason is that not the reason to make it i feel like i saw in an interview with um with emerald for now that they cut a bunch of the like more intimate stuff so this is not even like 
everything. But what else could there have possibly been? I don't know. I think. In what I movie think do Felix, you keep a grave? Felix fucking? and um, Ollie actually had a lot more like. It was a bit more like on the nose. I don't think they actually had sex, but I think that there was more intimate stuff. I do think they had sex because I was thinking this. I do think they had sex because when we get the. <laughs> In the twist that's not a twist. Yeah, uh, montage, <laughs> montage at the end when he sends the email to some to some of his. Um they're laid they're laid together. So he stayed the whole night. Mm. So yeah, no. true, true. After a after a hand job, I'd love to fall asleep next to my partner, but um, <laughs> and get fully undressed. But um I think something more must have happened. I guess we could have seen it. Um well, actually, I want to bring this up first. In the by, in the very, very start, uh, there is this, you know, quick, I loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. Oh, I hated and, that line. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it was it's also repeated stupid. last line. I love, I, I love him. Feel... I love him. You, you're not giving me anything more. It but, wanted okay. to it be. It was said the same way. It wanted to be so badly, gone girl, um, who are we? What have we done to each other? What yeah. will we do? And then saying it again later, but everything's different. Irony being Rosamund Pike. But um, it, it wasn't that. And in that quick flash montage, there is the scene of him biting, like he's biting a pillow and his face is being forced out. It, like, well, no, he's... Uh, and, I, and I thought... <laughs> and I, and I, my first thought watching it when I watched it in the cinema was... Oh, oh, that's a quick flash of when they eventually have sex, and then when you watch it again, you'll see the pillow. And then no, he's just like, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, I'm so angry. Oh, wait, I'm a genius. <laughs> um, I do have, a, I do have a lot of problems, and I don't want to be negative, Nancy, because whereas Don't Worry, Darling, I felt like um, Will Ferrell in Zoolander, where you three were like, this movie's actually good. And I was like, have you all uh, taken... No, that was not no, me, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Mainly Rian. And I was like, did you take crazy pills? And, <laughs> but I think, and, and another thing with that was that nobody mentioned Stepford Wives, whereas Emerald Fennell has blatantly said out loud, it's it's Brideshead and it's um, definitely Ripley. And I was like, and there is the larger conversation of does say, does saying it out loud actually mean anything if you're just going to literally take the film beat by beat, and um, not beat by beat, but literally Farley is Philip yeah. Seymour is Freddie, and yeah. that's the most egregious example. Um, well, I think Brideshead is like Brideshead is exactly the same film, just like mm. their dynamic is swapped. So. Well, I've been talking. I was I was talking to somebody the other day who has read and likes the book The Little Stranger, which was made into a film of Domino Gleason. Anyway, and she just and I said, "Oh, what's it about?" And she was like, "Oh, yeah, he's in this house and they're all dying mysteriously, but it's all um, actually the twist is is that he killed them all and then he gets the house." And I said, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and because that was apparently that I knew of that book, I've never read it, but that was a very popular book around ten years ago by um, Sarah Waters, who did the Fingersmith, um, which was made into the Handmaiden. But it it, it, it does it does. I mean, Brideshead wise, they do drop it in and they say, "Oh, it sounds like Brideshead yeah. revisited." And so, well, actually, you know, they're they're based after us, and I think the based after us line is funny enough to let that cringeworthy. Uh, saying out loud slide um yeah 
Yeah, they I... love name dropping Evelyn War. They're like every fucking sentence. <laughs> as soon as they get to Saltburn, it's like, oh yes, my family is based on yeah. Evelyn War. Blah 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 blah. I was like, oh yeah. okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't want to spend a lot of time, but I did rewatch Promising Young Woman in preparation for Saltburn. I'm just going to go fully in. Enough time's passed. That's a bad movie. We need to stop. That is a bad movie that doesn't make any sense. Carrie Mulligan's great. And the Bo Burnham twist was good, even though it doesn't make sense. And the cake, and the having the cake and eat it to ending completely deflates the power and message of the, uh, let's call it the first ending. And I think at the time, I don't want to I sound like I'm on Joe Rogan or something here, but... Um, I think at the time there were a lot of people who were afraid to sort of, I don't want to say afraid, but uh, no, I'll say, yeah, there were a lot of critics. Like I literally, I think I maybe sent it to Rian. I sent that review like to a couple of people to just like proofread. And I don't do that ever because it was the first movie really about me too. And it was a revenge fantasy and it was incredibly exciting and a great conceit. But the plotting and and the eventual reveal, it has the same, in many ways, it has the same problem as Saltburn in that, you know, great aesthetic, everybody's great in it, and it's funny and dark and interesting. But if you just pull a goddamn string, it completely falls apart. And I, yeah, I, I did, didn't like Promising a Woman. Hannah, Jazz, did you like Promising a Woman? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I had a good time, but I think I'd love a film that looks fun, that is pretty. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, definitely like a cinematography person. It's like the same yeah. with plays where I'm like, if it looks great and the characters are great, I'm going to love it. The plot, it's kind of come secondary to me. Yeah, so. I'll forgive a lot for aesthetic. Yeah, mm. it's like, like, that's why I dislike Don't Worry Darling so much, because I disliked all the characters. And like, <laughs> I was like, okay. So you're not giving plot, you're not giving characters. I guess it's pretty, but where's the rest of it? At least Saltburn gives me characters and like. I made some mashed potatoes. uh, Do you remember when he couldn't remember how to mash a potato, Jazz? And you (laughs) said, and you said, no, that's just cute because it's like exactly what Harry would do. It's like (laughs) your favorite man in the world. You want to, you want to sincerely say that he can't mash a potato. It's a bit bold of you. What do you think about? Uh, what do, you th- do you approve of Taylor Russell Jazz? Oh, one hundred percent. If wonderful, I could Harry with anyone, it would be her. Queen, love her. I'm That's also great. wearing a Harry jumper right now. Appropriate. You look so. like you're in the cast of The Effects. Funnily enough. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, the grey outfits. God. Um, but uh, no, I like I like Taylor Russell. Bones and all was excellent, and so was Waves. She's a wonderful yes, actress. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about Saltman. Uh let's I loved him, but I wasn't was I in love with him. Again, we've talked we've just touched on this. It sets it up for this sort of can we just change this? I hate two things. Okay. I, that's it. I only hate two things. Can we please stop? Um oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Ten weeks later. Sorry, ten weeks earlier. And can we please stop? Um my is this movie a million times better if we don't know that Barry Keegan survives and there's the possibility that he might die or something like that? Do we gain yeah. anything from from him with a little cool hair, do I guess, and him being like, oh, 
Yeah, because he doesn't say anything of interest yeah, yeah. or effects. But I'm also like, I wasn't shocked about who he was talking to by the end of okay. it. Like, I wanted it to be like, I don't know, he had done something with, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was a big grand reveal or revealed that he was like dying and like giving out the entire like story to someone to put down someone. Do you know what I mean? I wanted something other than what we got. I was a bit like, well, that's just a bit. Oh, it's a frustrating like um like narrative piece because I don't know why we started with that and we didn't really come back to it until the end like it wasn't used yeah. throughout and then we had that horrible montage in the beginning that I think was just unnecessary because, it was just like, why are you showing me the whole movie before the movie starts it's it's like the mission impossible movies have this problem and i still don't know why they do it because <laughs> they did it in the tv show and now and they did it in the first film as a sort of homage but it's like it's so stupid you're just showing everything that happens um and also it has the rose in titanic problem of like he sat there for what two hours and he describes everything he's like yeah, and then I I made your sister, your daughter like um I licked your daughter when she was on a period. Is, is he really just sat there talking to a comatose woman, going into all of this detail? And then I, you know, you you know your cousin. Yeah, yeah, I gave him a hand job. Um, <laughs> and, and if my accent's bad, so says the. Yeah, um, so, what, where, where's he from? <laughs> my well, guy had an accent for the first five minutes of the film, and then it just he was back to Irish. He had she was so like, many different accents during that film. Another link to Don't Worry Darling. Um, I was watching this with a with a person, and they in the first five minutes they said, I really don't like all the close-ups of skin. And I said, This isn't your film. Um <laughs> I love that. I loved it. Oh wait, no, I think it's great. You were talking yeah. about the annoying montage. I think this actually doesn't have as many as like watching it again. I'm like, oh, not really. There's the MGMT one. It's like, yeah, summer's great. And then there's like, oh, I'm in love with them. I think it's that they keep reusing the exact same footage over and over again. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm on a plane on the roof of the building. Um, oh, oh, yeah, where they're like smoking on top of Oxford. I feel like it's just a thirst trap. It is. It does feel like, like a literal like the fan. The first camp. thing my mum said when we, like, because I walked in and she was watching it because all her mates were like, watched it the night before and my mum was like what the fuck is this film mm. and then I walked in and my mum's like literal first words were like he's hot I was like well yeah that's all you really need to know mm. also like that's Jacob it, yeah. in this film is is just a baby girl he is coquette he is he keeps <laughs> like there's so many shots of him looking at the camera like very Diana-esque like <laughs> yeah. like, yes yeah. i love him but i'm so confused by why they kept doing that <laughs> well my yeah. mom was like he was the he was the only likable one she was like he's the real hero of the story i was like mm-hmm. i don't know Do about that know? after re-watching it he's just as annoying as his, his everyone mother. else he is his mother that is who he is well don't he's we all strive to be. Body. <laughs> um let's touch on jacob Alardi. Um, I just think he's great. I think he's really, really good. I've just watched. <laughs> I've just watched Priscilla as well. He's excellent. He's a real talent. And I think you know. I, and Euphoria, series two aside, um, <laughs> Euphoria series two is Saltburn. 
Great aesthetics, great vibe, lots of great performances. Doesn't make a lick of sense. And no, but, but, terrible. but in many ways, would I rewatch the um the rehab not rehab, the the uh, intervention episode and the um the Lexis play episodes over some of the series one stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Certainly yeah. over. Oh, I'm in therapy. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Do you remember, Jazz, when you and Leanne caught up on Euphoria and um, watched it like on Sky or whatever, and it, and it included the two COVID specials as part of the first series? Yeah. And Leanne's takeaway was, that was a really weird finale. <laughs> yeah. oh god yeah because season one finale is so iconic and then you get those two like monologue yeah, random things and leanne just didn't understand that that was a separate thing and yeah. she's very confused by it love you leanne baker i always um, end up talking about leanne on this ex- <laughs> yeah. excellent accent though he's very very good and also alice and oliver i mean I, I, oh, <laughs> well, she's insane she's so good and she's irish i know I did See, know. why could she do it? He sounded Irish. No, because he's supposed to be from Merseyside. Yeah, he's which is like I don't That's actually know Irish what accent speaking. that is supposed to be, but it wasn't a Merseyside accent. So also, why couldn't he have been? I oh, know he couldn't have been. Well, sorry, I was just going to say I know why he couldn't have been impoverished Irish because they need to drive up to his house. But also, where is Saltburn? Yeah, because I was like, are they driving for hours to get there? Like, surely does he not ask where they're going? Because they drove there, had dinner, and drove back and made it in time for the party, all in daylight. Yeah. Well, they were listening to Mr. Brightside, you know. They were having a good time. It's just down Um, the road. That's what it felt like. It felt like that was the big house of the village, and then they went into the village to see his house, and it just didn't make sense. Unless it's like a summer house and it, it's... But also, if it is more up north, then why do they all talk about the north as if it's... I mean, well, they're, 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 southern, they're posh. Yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, where's... Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's got rehab. Um, <laughs> at six at six minutes and four seconds, we have the guy who can do maths. And oh, he's something. like... And he was like, oh, I can probably do something. And everybody oh, yeah. goes... And everybody goes silent. And actually, Jazz, I, I I firmly disagree. I found him incredibly annoying. And I thought that everybody going quiet and him screaming in the middle of a public place made fucking do tell me it make me do a sum then. I thought, oh no, this is going to be a really, really bad film. Um I thought it, it was hilarious. I guess it's kind you know, of funny, was... but is it does it I don't think I that part was funny. That I think film, though, like I, I, that that part. I don't actually think it goes so like the the film goes silent, but you can see people talking in the background. So I do think that yes. it's just for like there's no things to be like, oh, Ollie's going through something. He's just been yelled at by a stranger. I think everybody else is not mm. even. No, I think that was supposed to be a funny thing, and you're. Well, you're it is supposed to be a comedy. I didn't think it was like a comedy, but you know. Yeah, it was it's... kind of funny sometimes. Rosamund Wright, yeah, I like I oh, like God, a lot yeah. of the people. Um, <laughs> I tried to be a lesbian once. once yes, <laughs> a bit too wet for me. Men are so lovely and dry. <laughs> I just, I just feel like I should be, I should, you should be hating me more. And I feel like I, I, I'm sure Jazz was like girding her loins for like, oh, Tom's gonna hate this. Tom's gonna have really. Did you think I would have liked this movie? 
Or do you think I would I, have hated it? I was undecided. I no, I think you would have hated it purely because I feel like you don't like a film with a lot of fuss. And this has a lot of fuss. Like it's got a lot of feathers, a lot of like sparkle, a lot of like in your face things. And I, I feel love like all of these things. Fun. No, but <laughs> not in this style. What I'm saying is, is when it comes from a woman director, you don't love it. Yeah. Oh, Go on. Did you like Barbie? Um, Did you like Little Women? I liked the first three hours of Barbie, where it was about the atomic bomb. Ah, okay. And then I really point has just been proven. You know, (laughs) I really liked the first three hours of Barbie, where it was about the atomic bomb, and I didn't like the second two hours, where then it was about no. uh, Barbie was solid. I think I gave it six out of ten. Oh, Lauren and Stockburn. Interesting. Well, I'm sorry. Are we going to just pre- pretend that the middle 40 minutes of Barbie isn't dog shit? I don't know. I had a good time. I cried every time I saw it. I saw it like two or three times in cinema and I cried every time. Yeah, I, it's... it's. Uh, I went in with to Barbie and I was a bit like, why is there so much Ken? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... Oh, you, you, I've just proven your point for you. But uh, no, Ken was very funny. The um and I thought Margot was great. I thought I th- I genuinely thought everything in but I said this in the review. Everything in Barbieland, some of the best production design yeah. of the year, so funny, brilliant, so visual. Yeah. And I thought the middle forty was dog shit. And I'm sorry, I'm not talking about the monologue. I thought America for Era and her kid. I just didn't care. I was like, what the fuck is this? She's like, oh, <laughs> I had all of these ideas for Barbies. I was like, I'm sorry, what are we doing? Please. <laughs> Please stop. And I know that it had to be a fish out of water movie and she had to realise how to be, um, you know, a real woman or whatever. But that 40 minutes, and as much as I love Will Ferrell and found him funny, it was just, it just like stopped absolutely dead. And also, I'm going to say it. I'm just Ken. Underrated. Sorry, sorry. Over, overrated, like underwhelming. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I, I mean, it won, it won Critics' Choice. And yeah. even... Even even my guy Ryan, he was, was like, shocked oh, that it won. He was shocked. On? He was like, "We're not going to win another one." Let me say all I've got to say right now. In its fairness, it does have a thing called a melody, um, whereas I'm a dog, just a fuller one. It's hard being a what woman. What are you singing, my guy? Oh, I was singing Billy Eilish. That, yeah, that is not at all what it sounds like. I Stop. used to Stop fall, right now. but now I don't fall. What's the first line? I, I used to float, now, now I just, I just fall down. Okay, so so I was close. No, um, you weren't. You're a boy, you don't get it. I anyway, feel like let's move on so you can stop shitting over both Barbies. Yeah, exactly. And I did like Little Women, and I loved Lady Bird. Okay, Little Women cool. is a great film. I, I think it's my favourite film. Little Women? Ever? Yeah, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. The problem is, is that every single one of these years, like Little Women, it was like, no, I didn't like Little Women, but I loved Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I didn't, you know, or I loved Oppenheimer and Killers of the Flower Moon. Actually, Killers of the, my favourite film of the year? Hashtag. Not Killers. Not, not Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, no, Go that's to... number three. Okay, what... good. Which one? Why? Say, say why... your favourite film of the year. I will do. But why are you being negative on Killers of the Flower Moon, Jess? Because it's another fucking white man story. Sorry. I don't want to be that. <clears throat> have you have you have you have you seen the film? Jess? Yes. I've watched the film. 
I've watched the film and yet again, it is another story that should have been told by people of colour that was trampled over by white men. I'm looking at you, Leonardo. Sorry. It wasn't Lee. Also, Lee his improv was just bad. I'm just, just going to say it. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. What was your top film of the year? It's May, December, but the movie is not <laughs> trampled. Go. Good movie. Good movie. May, December is absolutely. Do you want to come on for the May, December episode? I will, yeah. I it's haven't not, watched it, so no. It, <laughs> Watch it. It's not that kind of snake. Um, <laughs> it is absolutely. I hate that. I hate it is that. the best film of the year. Um, yes, okay, Jazz, I'll pencil you in for May, December. Um, I guess, yeah, is no, it, I, it, but it's. Saltburn? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Saltman, uh, okay. Scene with Reece Shearsmith. Love Reece Shearsmith. Uh, but you know, also, he read the Bible. Yeah. Did we? Do we really want to believe that he read the Bible and like what twenty other books in the summer? Fifty. You know what I think he was doing was what we all do when we're asked by a tutor, "Did you read the the set list?" And he was, he's like, "Yeah," but you can't go back on your word once you said that you have. So he just mm. firmed it and was like, yeah, I definitely have. I did that to Tony on in my like first week. I was like, yeah, I read every single book we were supposed to read. And I just pretended like I had the whole the whole time I was there. Another thing oh, that's no, sorry, I that's, actually read oh, all of them. Yeah, I read them. Yeah. <laughs> I did. But, I was but, too but also the Bible wasn't on there, so we were okay. Also okay, I read the Bible. Also, yeah, what, I was raised Catholic, so raised, yeah. Also, what reading list? Has the Bible on it? What is his degree? What, what is he actually about? doing? Questions, questions yeah. I what have. What is him and Farley doing? What? What? Oh, Farley's what blowing Reese's. What college <laughs> is he in? Like, I, I was, I, I don't know which one. Because they always ask yes, what he's college in Oxford. He's in. I know that, but which college in Oxford? Oxford? Oh, I don't. Is there separate little? Is yeah. he not? Is <laughs> you are watching in real time? Somebody realised that Oxford isn't one college. No, there's like, there's so many. There's like, there's Worcester College, uh, Balliol College, Jesus College, Trinity College. Wow. Like loads of different ones. I don't know which college he's in. So. (laughs) Well, this is the thing. One minute 38. Does it, is Emerald Fennell really good or really annoying? And does the whole, I was at Oxford, darling, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that actually a little bit annoying, or is this, or is, or is she okay? I saw a really interesting like take on this that a movie that's supposed to be like, oh fuck the rich, blah blah blah, has actually like victimized them and made a lot of people feel sorry for them, and it stems from the fact that like she is an Oxford like raw girly. Was I this don't supposed think that to be the rich film? Yeah, was this supposed to be? I mean, well, that's what like that's what I'm seeing on because I went onto TikTok and I was like, let me get different opinions. I want that's bloody like... Americans for you though. No mm. British person is going to go. This I don't is know the rich film. I don't remember who, like, what, where also, the person was to... from, but that was just what they said. Also, we need to stop describing every movie with rich people as eat the rich. <laughs> like, <laughs> Glass Onion, Parasite, and The Menu are three very, very different films. And so is and Succession is four series. Can we please stop pretending that it's this is a genre? You know, just because somebody has a bank account doesn't mean that it's all in the same thing. Um, we're going to take our first break and then we'll be back. And maybe as as we arrive at Saltburn. Oh God! How cheesy! It's taking longer than I thought. 
back. Now, before the break, we were talking about the ethical uh, nature of Martin Scorsese directing Killers of the Flower Moon. Let's continue that. <laughs> no, no. Let's talk about a man drinking cup. No. Um, <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, uh, um, uh, <laughs> okay right. Uh, oh, he read the Bible. Why is he surprised to see Felix? Okay, yeah. Right. When he punctures the bike... Right, let's talk about it as if we know everything that we know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because A, we did know everything. I don't know. It's the worst twist reveal I've seen in a very, very long time. And I don't want to be rude, and I don't like being rude. And I'm including the person who I watch this with. People are stupid. If if you <laughs> if you I just I just think it's like badly made in like the the conceit and delivery that it's a twist. <laughs> like it's a film crying out for a twist. And so they just go, okay, what if we re-edit? What if we re-edit the film and remove some of the stuff where we actually saw him doing it? And it just doesn't make any sense. He what? He put razor blades on? Anyway, we'll talk about that later. But when it comes yeah. to the bike, he looks genuinely surprised to see Felix. And he's not that good an actor. And he's like, just like, oh. And, and like when he's rolling up, it feels like he's surprised. And I know that that's how twists work of like, you know, we're supposed to be like, oh, he's just <laughs> punctured his bike. But like, well, I don't get it. Anyway. All right. Um, the bike. Fun, fun little meet you. Yes. Yes. And when Felix like kisses him on the helmet, I was like, Bit much. oh my God, he's really touchy feely. <laughs> it's like, I, I love you. Never die. <laughs> yeah. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Wally. Um, it was the way he kept repeating, that's so kind. That's so kind. I was like, I've never heard anyone use the word yeah. like kind oh. to describe another person while talking to them. It's like, so weird. Are you, are you being serious, mate? Are you, are you, mate? Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tom just wants to do the accent. <laughs> just want to no. be Jacob, and I get it. Who doesn't uh, want to be Jacob? I want to be Jacob. I'm sorry. Don't want to be that guy. He's only got one inch on me. I just want to put that out there. Where? <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> no, Jacob and Lordy's five six five. Yeah. Ah, Tom, I'm five. I'm, I, I, I'm five six. I got it wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so you I, were talking about the other place. I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I am. Uh, anyway, we don't need to talk about my house. <laughs> On length. Um, I've realized what my first Oscars joke could have been when I eventually get to host the Oscars. Every single it's so boring me. And I don't want either of you to actually comment and say that yes, Oppenheimer was too long or anything like that. But every single year, I was just gonna say the same joke of like, oh my god, that movie was really long. It was like, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit old now, isn't it? Please shut the fuck it's, up. It's not even a joke at this point. It's just like, it's yeah, it's like a it's was. okay. People make long movies. And I was, and I'll go up there and I'll say, every year people talk about you know, um, <laughs> you know, being things being too long, and uh, you know, bad luck for you guys, you know, compensating. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, With those jokes, you probably will end up hosting the Oscars. Hey, yeah. Very good, very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get the. I'll, yeah, I'll probably get the year where they make like the. I don't know. 
the movie about Betty Shabazz, Malcolm X's widow. And be, I, I remember, I always remember Wood, Whoopi Goldberg when she Billy Crystal did it for three years, and then she hosted because he was busy, and that was the Schindler's List year. And she said it in her monologue. She was like, you know, uh, I think it was Rain, um, oh, the Crying Game. And and it was like Billy got the crying game. I got Schindler's List. It's a lot harder to make jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be you, and you yep. will just make them anyway. Oh yeah, why them. not? Yeah, oh. <laughs> and then blame no. the other writers when when no one laughs yeah. at your joke. <laughs> that was I, it's my new favorite video. Not because any of the jokes are good, but I just love watching a train crash. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the, when he when he starts going. This is of course Joe Corn. When he starts saying, you know, it's funny. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. He's like, shut up. Yeah, it's like, bro. Yeah. I will say this, though. His joke about Barry Keegan's penis being really big and being on another table. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was something I was really surprised by. Sorry, can we just sidebar? Can we talk about Barry Keegan being very well blessed for such a tiny man? Like yes. I was watching the final ten minutes, and I was like, "Wow!" You sound wow. like you sound like Farley. You're like, "What a surprise!" What does he say? Well, the, <laughs> yeah, like, he says, "What?" No, that was unexpected. Yeah, what a that twist! <laughs> I, that was I the would, biggest. Maybe shocked. that's the twist that people keep talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that he's packing. Maybe it's well. Some people. Some people. <laughs> by well, so, didn't some know that people he was do that at the end, did they? Well, like um they were saying like originally the dance through the house at the end i know we're jumping but that wasn't like he wasn't supposed to be naked during that he was supposed to be fully clothed i am all like, for I'm just get my dick out yeah, yeah and like, also Guy. you know i want to can you close the set i've got an impulse for the grip to fuck a grave mate get a grip we I'm all saying. saw it coming as soon as he was laid down we were like yeah, yes, i was like he's gonna, gonna he's gonna he's gonna i, I was worried that he was gonna do something to uh rosamund pike yes yeah <laughs> yes yes when he like climbed on top of her just before he like he like sniffed up her legs, legs and i was like, <laughs> I was like oh, no <laughs> But he pulled out that tube. That story. He pulled out yeah. a tube, and I thought, "Oh no!" That was like really satisfying to watch. I can't lie. What the pulling out but the tube? Goes, yeah, it's the, the way he does it. It's very like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is good. It's very similar to who? What's the better flourish? And there is an answer. Is it the pulling out of the tube, or is it um, Amy Dunn, Rosamund Pike, shaking you the hair? <laughs> Mm. oh god yeah that one That's is a good one the greatest moment in cinema um, right okay <laughs> Oliver buying a round oh yeah sorry thank, thank you Ollie whoa oh, <laughs> so cute so cute um, it's again, accurate though and also yeah. that's another thing with the twist reveal it's just stupid. Don't bring out any money. Why? Why did I don't have any money? He's hiding the money. <laughs> so, what is this? And then you dropped you dropped this mate. Yeah, I why do you not like Felix? I just think he's like a bit of an arsehole, but like a southern prick or whatever, but he's a nice enough guy. Or do you think no, it's, it's all not, do you think it's, it's all a fetishistic like thing? I just think I think it is like it's the same as his mother where it's like oh yeah. she puts on like this airs and graces of being mm. like a really lovely person but she loves trauma and <laughs> even felix loves trauma like there's a scene where they're at a pub it's just them two and he's asking about ollie's parents and he and keeps he's like, yeah he's yeah, like so, and he's so like, brave mate so oh, brave your inspiration was, was it was it hard 
I bet it was hard. I, yeah. Was it hard? Like, no, no, yes. awful. He says awful three different times. It's like, yeah, awful. It's like, oh, you're awful. Just trauma. You want the trauma. You want the gossip. And yeah. I respected that because same. Oh, but yeah. like, like, I think I mean, it's like a fascination person, with him. But... He just very, yeah. it's, it's a kind of like when you get fascinated, like, mm, I don't want to say, it. but like, you know, when <laughs> people like are fascinated by other cultures it kind of feels like that. Yeah, like, that sort of, like, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, or I'll play devil's advocate. Or maybe he's a really nice guy. And I'm sure, yeah, you can put a spin on it and say that he's, you know, you being a, I don't know, rich person savior or whatever the white savior version of this would be. But like, maybe, he's, maybe he does. He is just taken in by the oh. story and he's a poor guy. And, Believing what he says, he's in you know from an incredibly drug-addled house, and he's like, "Yeah, mate, you come stay with us." I, you could, mate, you know, it's I, 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 I am not necessarily in a, a, a argument. Yeah. I'm for that argument because if he was really like just in it for like the gossip and the tea, and to be like, "Oh, look at my new little toy!" Like I'm so cool because I know poor people. It's like. At the end, when he finds out that Ollie actually isn't poor and he doesn't expose him, he like lets him have the party, mm. and he's like, "Don't tell my mates, like, like, don't tell my mate, don't tell my parents, like, are you stupid? Of course we're not going to tell my parents." It's like, fucking dark enough as it is. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah. Don't do that. Then. <laughs> nice, nice bit of exposition. Why doesn't she tell anybody? It's fucking dark enough as it is. Control Alt Save. Good stuff. And he doesn't tell anybody or doesn't anyway. Um, we'll talk about that later. Uh, lying about so yeah, so we get the the buying the round, and then we're talking about the lie. And he lies that his dad's not just a drug addict, but a drug dealer. Yeah, and then dead. <laughs> yeah, and then well, he, yeah. he hit his head on a pavement. Amen. We'll get to, we'll get to that in a second. Um, two really bad extras at that party. The party where he just also. <laughs> The party where he uh, just like goes over and is like, "Come on, lass," and slaps her on the ass and takes the woman at the party away, even like, though he's been thing. Yeah. even though he's been holding Oliver's knee and kisses him goodbye. <laughs> yeah. like, it's a very intimate kiss as well. Exactly, there is such yeah. a thing as homoerotic homoerotic subtext. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this isn't subtext; it's just text. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then have the balls to just go for it. Anyway, and then um, and then he, and there's the terrible extra who's like, I know, we all want a hand job, mate. <laughs> Didn't like that. Um, and by this time, of course, he's cool, so he doesn't need his glasses anymore. Um, he's got and, a chain around his neck. Yeah. So this is where we, this is the first talking point of like, why on earth, What? What? who is Oliver Quick and what's his deal? Because mm. he's he likes him and he's involved and he's like, oh, Maybe he loves it, whatever, whatever. And then he's like watching, smoking, watching him have sex. Thank God that girl was on a, a um, ground floor, <laughs> ground floor yeah, flat. God, yeah. Um, what have you done? And he's just in the rose bushes, smoking, watching him rail some woman. Okay. So that's his. So, okay. So he likes, to, that's very, very, very early in the film to be like, this guy's a weirdo. Yeah. Because it's there's no see they don't yeah this is what you mean by if you start tugging at strings it just falls yeah. apart and also bathtub come is forty five minutes in 
what's the rest of the film? What it, like? <laughs> are we supposed to be like? Oh yeah, he, he's he's like because I think I might be wrong, but I think MGMT the like the summer montage. Everybody's having a lot of fun. Is after that, and you're like, oh okay. Oh no, maybe it's I don't know. But no, but once that. you see people more for like the romance of it. Maybe everyone's like, oh, this is going to be like a a romantic film. Also, guys, can I just say, was it really that gross? I'll no. be really saying that this is disgusting. Like, I think tugging I've the, seen worse. Like, think about what you do with a blowjob. Like, it's <laughs> not that bad. It's actually less like, bad. All these guys out here be like, oh my god, he's swallowing cum. Like, bitch, come on. Also, <laughs> if, <laughs> I just want to say this. How He ejaculated into the bathroom, into the bath. That's a, mm-hmm. there's a, a, a baths of baths are big. He didn't actually drink any cum. He's licking bath water, the dirty bath water, and and the rib. Pardon the pun. And the yeah. rib, the bath, <laughs> the rib, and he's just like maybe a bit more. And it's like okay, all right, I get it. Where is Cologne? Um, what we got? <laughs> uh, we're not even at Saltburn yet. Um, the eyebrow piercing. Did that do it for you? Oh yeah. No, I've <laughs> but never before, never until this movie have I liked eyebrow piercings. And then when Jacob Lord just like Jacob Elordi had, Jacob Elordi had it's, it, it's I think like, yeah. yeah, it's not the but eyebrow. It was, thing. it was like a little. Oh, I did like it a lot. I yeah, but it's just it. when you get it's like something that your parents hate just to piss them off, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Like, and there's of no, course, nobody who does it because he takes it out. Exactly. Yeah, but he keeps his little um, his little earring in, keeps his little yeah, hoop. The hoop's yeah. hotter than the piercing, sorry. Yeah, no, I agree with that, yeah. Don't have to be sorry. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. Of course. His hair looks bad. No, you're wrong. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, like, sorry, I'm straight I'm just going to leave trying, it at I'm that. I'm trying to join in. <laughs> <laughs> you, get to, you can join in when I talk about how incredible Alison Oliver and Rosamund Pike look in a minute. But, um... We're coming up. That's agree. that's the main reason to get to Saltburn. <laughs> um, here we are, eyebrow piercing. Oh, so the the gel, then there's this the thing where sorry, Felix's breaking point is oh come on, mate, put some rubbish away. Get out. Get out of my room and don't talk to me again for a very, very long time. So what? He goes to the pub. And then I mean he goes and then he goes back to his room. He's already leathered. And he goes back to his room and one of the girls is there and who's obsessed with Jacob Elordi, one of these one night stands or extended flings or whatever. And she's like, Oh, ooh, ooh. do you think he's gonna be jealous? And he's like, To be honest, I don't think he'll fucking register. Um A did he think because also we know later that he can be sexy and dominant and put it on so when did he get dominant and when did he get sexy and when did he get any sort of you know riz or whatever the kids call it when did he get any (laughs) capability to be sexy and alluring and dominant when we see him with one woman and he's just like nah he'll probably forget about you and then suddenly like what a week later he's doing the whole you're going to eat your food. And it's like, okay, so which is he? Is he good at sex or is he bad? I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I think he had something to like gain from sleeping with, um, uh, what's her name? Venetia. Oh, it's Venetia, uh, and, yes. And Farley and, yeah. and them. But I don't think, 
I think this was just a random chick and he was drunk. Yeah, maybe so. he was just like, I fancy a fuck. Yeah. But also, if he's so madly, madly in love with Felix to, to do everything that we find out later, is he even going to touch that woman once? Is he in love with Felix? I think he's in love with Felix. No, I think he's oh, in whatever love he is, with he's deeply obsessed. Yeah. He's deeply obsessed. Is it? That's the twist. It needs to be better made and better written. And the whole film, you think he's in love with Felix, and then the reveal is that actually he just wanted the house, and um, because it gets muddied. Once he mm. starts playing with everybody and fucking Venetia and Farley and every, you know, he's, he's I just, I just, I just I, everywhere. <laughs> just <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it just gets very, very muddy and it's still fun, but it's bad. Um, like, and then, and this is when he's like, okay, what am I going to do? Hmm. My dad's dead. <laughs> yeah. Because I also don't know, because he takes the phone call that reveals his dad is dead. Like after the whole sex night thing, yeah, it's the sex like, night he throws just... up and then he gets yeah. a call from his like, mom. Was he just like in his room, like, oh, do you know what needs to happen next? My dad needs to die. Like, I just don't understand yeah. the well, choice. Well, obviously, that phone call wasn't phone. actually his mum being like, yeah. Your dad's dead. No, it was just true. probably her being like, You okay? Yeah, you How's okay. It was, yeah, but it, why did he, like, did it pop into his idea then, or was his dad always like, was that always part of his plan? Like, yeah. Maybe he was like, oh, I need to register with Felix. And I know that Felix loves a bit of trauma. Mm. So here's some trauma. Yeah. And then maybe his mum like mentioned his dad and he was like, I know exactly That's what I do. Yeah. Dead dad. But yeah, I do agree. I think that could have been explained a bit better. It's just a lot of it's just lazy screenwriting, Jazz, to lead us down the path of as falling for the twist that is actually middle class. In that we, you know, also why is like it just that also the house is very. He lives in a very big house. It's like, also yeah. It. Can I? House. I don't want to like this to backfire and you two to both be like, oh no, I fell for it. But I thought it was really, really obvious that he that he wasn't actually poor. Oh and yeah, I um, I, I, I yeah. didn't From fall the for minute that. He walked onto the screen because I'm sorry. That blazer and scarf that he's wearing and like fucking tie, I, I, maybe that's just because I'm from Oxford. I know how expensive those things are. I was gonna say, I was like, I was like, oh, he's poor. He can't afford drinks. That makes no sense with what he was wearing at the beginning of the film. It's not even that. So, Sorry, it's not even where... that. I'm just thinking from an obviousness point of view. I just didn't. I just like saw it coming a mile away. I was just like, oh, this isn't gonna be the truth. I knew I that something was up from the very. Yeah. beginning yeah. like obviously otherwise what's the point in watching it we're just not gonna oh do you know what i really want to see a movie about just two guys like having a great summer and then yeah didn't isn't this what we said about don't worry darling that i would much rather just watch the first half an hour <laughs> yeah um yeah this kind oh my god this falls into tom's favorite tv channel the first hour or first hour and a half of rise and fall movies you could have it just like the first hour and 10 minutes of this and then it slowly fades out and there's no sad bits this could be good uh mm. jealousy wholly random uh yeah and then the narration is completely random uh yeah. and he's just like pops in and then oh hello i've got nice hair uh how long do they right so this is the big party night of all party nights at Oxford, tuxes, big dresses, 
They are on that bridge throwing a rock and drinking champagne until it gets dark. They are there for hours. They don't want to go. Felix doesn't want to go and have sex Again, with another this woman. This is the argument that maybe Felix is just a good guy. Uh, mm. Because you're not going to like if he was a tosser, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, sorry, mate. Let's throw your rock into the river and then let's go like back." To, like he would want to get yeah. back, but he takes that time and that tradition to do it with him. Yeah. Also, the foreshadowing of the dad not really being dead because it doesn't go yeah, in the yeah. bit on the nose, like. <laughs> I don't know. Also, I liked it, it. It's his own fault for throw the the weakest <laughs> throw ever. Throw. Um. Okay. So then he invites him to Solburn, and uh. Oh yeah. So and here we are. We're at Salt. We're finally at Saltburn, and we meet Duncan, the waiter, who is sort of like Mrs. Danvers, the, the butler. Oh, the butler. Sorry. Um. <laughs> Are we only going to do Butler movies now, Jess? The last movie we did was... Uh, yeah, I know. Yet to be released, but The Remains of the Day. Very different from this. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, no, it, Duncan Duncan the Butler. Uh, jumping ahead a little bit, but... No, no, I'm going to save that for for the ending that falls apart. Um, so, and then we get the house tour, and it's all very funny. It's like, did really, did really. Daddy's old teddy. <laughs> Yeah. Granny goes, hi, Granny. Oh, I love that line. Here's here's one. These sheets still have Henry VIII spunk on them. <laughs> still? <laughs> still? I'm sorry. You're not washing those sheets, though, are you? They've got Henry VIII spunk on them. You're not washing them. <laughs> you're going to tell me if Charles came to your house and spunked on your sheets, you're washing them. Yes. I'm burning those sheets. Because Monica Lewinsky didn't wash her dress doesn't mean that this is a common practice. Um, <laughs> um I accidentally figured my cousin here. Yeah, sure. Accidentally. That was horrible. Um, I hate hey, that. How one. does one accidentally finger how their does cousin? One? <laughs> how does that happen? I want to see a film about that. That's yeah. what I want when know. did it come up? Yeah. yeah. And also how do you get your cousin? I feel like in those kind of families, you know your cousin. Well, well maybe there's just so many cousins. I don't know. Rich people, man. Yeah. Maybe that's Well, was the uh, no, no, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about weird sex within the rich house. Because okay. I have it's not even a theory. <gasps> Yeah, big Venetia time. And big Felix. time. Big Venetia time. And Felix. Oh yeah, they were so weird. The karaoke Why would she sit on his lap for the, kari- the, the karaoke scene is absolutely bizarre. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go get a drink. Yeah, me too. You only do that with girls you fancy. Ugh. Maybe for maybe maybe he was improvising and he wanted to hear some Alison Oliver. Is 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 Jacob Alardi dating anybody? Yeah. No, is he still Yeah, with- influencer like- gal. Hero. Girl, blue blah, blah, blah. Is that also going to affect Euphoria Series 3? That he yeah, and... He's got a girlfriend. No, that like, I know they're all professional and blah, blah, blah. But like the fact that him and Zendaya were together for a while. No, because they were together was... before Season 2. And then oh. Tom Holland visited the set of Euphoria Season 2 and it was all vibes. So mm. I think it's all good. He has been in an on and off relationship with Olivia Jade. I think she was she was that gal whose mum like scammed a college into getting her on the rowing team. Oh, that wait, she's Felicity 
Felicity Hoffman's daughter. Who's her mum? Yes. Who's her mum? Felicity Hoffman or Laurie Laughlin? Hold on, hold on. Just What's press mean, Wikipedia what? Blue. It's not. She's not on Wikipedia Blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about one minute. Um, they're watching Superbad. What what year is it? Superbad came out in two thousand seven. Is this two thousand six? Is it two thousand five? And then people. So... the girl that it was her. Yeah, it's Laurie Laughlin. Laurie Laughlin. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. It would have been better if um, it was for the house so... now. With the timeline, it starts 2006, and then it's the yeah. following summer in 2007 that they're in Saltburn. Then why does so, it yes, say graduating yeah. class of 2002? Wait, how long's a school year? At the start, doesn't it say 2002? No. It says, welcome class of 2006. 2006. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, how we all have been in 2006. I would have six. been six. I'd have been five. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> You've got a future in podcasting, Jazz. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Alison Oliver, who is absolutely wonderful. What a revelation. She's mm -hmm. funny. She's sexy. She's dark. She has the best acted scene of the entire film with the bathtub scene. I think she's absolutely excellent. Um, I think I think she's a real she's a real this should launch this should certainly launch some sort of career. I think mm -hmm. she's wonderful. Um yeah. I think she could do anything. I see comedy chops, I see sexy chops, I see sexy chops. I don't like that. <laughs> I see like dramatic chops. I think she's wonderful. Yeah. Very good. Her Very accent strong. was great. It was a nice turnaround from conversations with friends. Because as much as I love that book, she was not great. In that oh. she also completely different like that tv show was just not great in general yeah mm. she looks completely different because she's got the well uh, like bleached hair i honestly didn't recognize her for like no, same. Those, like 20 minutes that i was watching her and i was like wait i, I know this girl's face mm. uh so much smoking excess like abs it's absolute mm. is it's in i know it's 2006 but it's insane no, but it was like that in 2000. No, I no, I know it was. And like smoking inside when they're at that club and he's got the cowboy hat on. And I'm like It's also very sexy. Well, mm, yes. I mean, it is. My favorite show is Especially Mad the like the way that they all like the way the whole family smokes is just very sexy. Yeah. I think lights up in the middle of the dinner is kind of bold. Does El no. Does she Does she smoke? She does smoke. She smokes in the uh, party scene later uh, mm. when she's got sunglasses on and she's just in the middle of the party. Oh, uh, she's so fabulous. Uh, well, let's talk, let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about the whole family. Um, the wonderful, we'll build up to Rosamond. We get the wonderful mm. um, Richard E. Grant. I think Richard's genuinely excellent here again. I think so it, good. it starts off as he's sort of being, you know, typical Richard E. Grant. Oh, I'm being bumbling and funny and, it's, and, it, and it is mm -hmm. funny and it's nice. But I think the shepherd's pie, he's genuinely excellent. Yeah, but, I was going to say, that's such a good scene. But even mm -hmm. better than that, I love when he's begging him to leave with the check. Oh, I think it's just so good. It is very good. This is the big, this is my huge big thing, is that there is far too much that I feel is genuinely good in this film for the people who are saying that it is absolutely dog shit, one of the worst films of the year. And... To be frank, there is far too much that is nonsensical, doesn't make any sense, and is bad 
for the people who are saying that this is, you know, and, I'm, and I know that you girls said that, like said similar when we started, but like saying that this is the best film of the year and that this is a masterpiece. Like it, it, it firmly is like seven out of 10 for me. Like there's too many flaws, but I will not deny the entertainment. Um, and then we get the wonderful Carrie Mulligan as Pamela. Um, <laughs> Poor dear Pamela. Poor Pamela. Poor Pamela. Um, yeah, you know, she... in the script, she her name is Poor Dear Pamela every time she's in the script. Oh, that's funny. I have lots of little fun facts about this film that I've picked up. That Good. was one of them. All of the sound was recorded live. It wasn't put in post. So Barry slurping the bath, that's actual yeah. live Barry slurping the bath. Real yeah. live coming straight to you on your TVs, Barry yeah. slurping the bath. Yeah, they had to put uh, mics in the grave to get his uh, his grunting. Mm-hmm. But I thought that yeah, was imp- but I thought that was like close set improvised. This is the thing, isn't it? Where so all of these they, different stories was, start clashing. It was improvised, but obviously with film, improvised means you still have like seven takes of it. Yeah, you do several. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, back to um, my man. And then we. Forgot. No, back to now. Oh, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Carrie Mulligan's wonderful, reprising her, well, not reprising any role, uh, working with Emerald Fennell again. Um, and then and then we get the wonderful Rosamund Pike, who is hilarious, dry, putting, and has genuinely, genuinely affecting emotionality. And I th- I think I think she's absolutely sublime. And I think. Obviously, this is part of the 2023 Spotlight series on the run-up to Oscar season. And I think if this film is going to get anything, it will get a possible nomination for Lina Singren for um, cinematography. I think Mm -hmm. the huge push of it going viral and everybody seeing it, this is the thing. Not everybody has seen Killers of the Flower Moon. Whatever you want to talk about ethical-wise, Jazz, it is a like a like a, a it is a good a very well made film, but it's three and a half yeah. hours about genocide. Same thing yeah. with the zone of interest, which is I still haven't. I'm watching it this Sunday, but that is one like your typical. It's one of the best films of the year. It's about um, a Nazi family living on the house adjacent to Auschwitz. You're not just gonna throw it on. Anybody can throw on Saltburn. It's gone viral. Everybody loves Murder on the Dance Floor again. It's got TikToks. You know, everybody's running around Murder on the Dance Floor. It's sexy. It's fun. Everybody loves Jacob Elordi. Um, Anybody can watch Saltburn. And I think because of that, it could, even if I don't think it actually deserves it, it could get a nomination for Best Original Screenplay. And it could get a nomination for Rosamund. She's been nominated in a lot of precursors and she could sneak in for Best Supporting Actress. I don't think it's going to get anything else, but I think it could sneak in on those three categories. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at any of those either. No, and I think Rosamund us? genuinely deserves it. Like, she is amazing. George up. Like, every scene she's in, I'm just enjoying it. Like, that bit before the party where she's like, Orchid, what is she talking yeah. about? She's like, like, she doesn't like orchids, She's I guess. insane, and she, she makes it look good. I just love it. Incredible moment. Because everybody's, everybody does, I mean, you've already done it, and it's and it's understandably wonderful. Like, everybody does, you know, it's already a TikTok, it's already whatever, you know, oh, I used to be a lesbian, you know, men are so wonderful and dry. <laughs> it's very funny, and it's great. And everybody loves, you know, uh, she'll do anything for attention. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. very, it's very funny. And these are immediate memes, and these are immediate gifts, and I will send them all my life. But I love her in 
the karaoke scene when everybody realizes what rent is about. And I mm-hmm. realized straight away the minute the synth started, because it's one of my favorite songs. Great, great <laughs> song. Love the Pet Shop Boys. And I was like, I love you, you pay my rent. Um and her face, silent on the couch. Beautiful, astoundingly st- mm-hmm. effective. Anyway, uh, she's very, very good. Speaking of beautiful gowns, <laughs> Aretha Franklin gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> um, was that who was that about? Taylor Swift? Or was it about Ariana Grande? Could be about either of them. They both have great. Like, she was like gowns. somebody asked uh, Aretha Franklin in an interview. Was like, what do you think about Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande? And she was like. Gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> it's very, it's very, very good. Um, ba, 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 ba. right. Oliver looks miserable all the time. I agree with Farley. Like it looks like he <laughs> wants to throw himself out of a window. I was like, yeah, I agree. You look looking miserable, and yet you're obsessed and and you want to be part of Saltburn. You want to be part of this family. You look miserable all the time, and also it's a little bit like um, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't um. I don't understand why everybody wants him around all the time. Like, you know... Because he's not an exciting thing to them. He's, oh, to them, sure. But he's mm-hmm. not, like, fun or funny. Like, no. well, they're going to do it a couple of times. Tom Ripley is interesting and funny mm-hmm. and, and dry and clever and is, is, in, is intoxicating and he's charismatic uh, with his intelligence and his wit and his repartee. And... Whereas Oliver, he just sits there and he's just miserable. He's just like, oh, yeah. And then, and the only time he turns on is when he's got one of them alone. And then he's just like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're a lot fit. I'm like, what? Well, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. But he's like, he's like, yeah, I bet, you know, hard for Venetia because you're so fucking beautiful. I was like, oh, all right. First time we've hmm. spoken in half an hour. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> why, why, he why... does do a lot of just like sitting and staring, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. And, and yet I still love him. Barry Kogan is just amazing. I love him. Oh. It's um... all the lesbian memes about him for me. I love oh, him. Yes, yeah. great. <laughs> great. Out. He makes all the yeah. men dig around him. I love it. Um, yes, it's, it's wonderful. Um, not as wonderful. Speaking of fashion sense, Rosamond's beautiful, beautiful blue dinner dress is, is, is one of the best dresses i've seen in a very long time it's lovely and flowing and it's very nice and um, whereas pamela's like wednesday <laughs> adams thing <laughs> i don't know what that looks, looks and then like we go and then we go we'll talk about this a little bit leading into because we've talked all this time and yet we're, we're not hit talked about and i think this is the first you know every well no we have talked about the bastard um and then we get venetia at the fountain and she's like oh i'm outside hello Oh, look at me. Do you want to have sex with me? And you're so real. And I was like, okay, all right, interesting. Um, <laughs> you know, that, so that's it. That's all you wanted to say. Well, I don't know. What, what, so so she's you. like, in, she's like into him or what? Again, I think it's the same with like how Felix feels. He's just like fascinating. And, well, like, she is sexu- sexu- sexually like incontinent. She gives it away for free. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a very funny line. Yeah. Um, oh, we haven't like talked about, oh, sorry, about Farley. We need to mention Archie Medeque. He is so. Yes. I just want to look at him all the time. Like every time he's on screen, a screen, I just I can't. He's amazing. Like I think every actor in this movie is just 
sublime. He's very good. Really stupid part at the mm. beginning in the opening shots when um when he's got the scarf and his glasses and everything. Yeah. And he walks past and he's like, nice glasses. Mm. And I was like, why? Mm. Why does he hate him straight away? <laughs> we need him. He doesn't say nice glasses. He says nice jacket. Oh, sure. But he's mean. Well, he's making fun of him because he showed up in uniform, didn't he? Yeah. When everyone else did it. No, I, I get it. But like, why did that have to be? Why uh, why did that... I think, yeah, I they're just I trying know, but... to be like, this character is a dick. But then also, is he the only one that can really see what's going on? Mm. Mm. He's just like Jazz against Paul on The Traitors. Is anybody watching The Traitors? No, no I want to binge watch it when it's all out. Sorry, I just ruined one thing. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what it means. Um, is it good? It's as good as the first season? I didn't watch the first series, but this is good. Okay. Um, Breakfast, the wonderful Iowa Dederbe. Uh, she is absolutely hilarious on Twitter. And everything, and on her letterbox, she said, "My guy did all of this, and he can't eat ruddy eggs." Yeah. <laughs> which, which oh, in many know. ways, may be funnier than anything in the film. Um, but... She's so good. All of her letterbox make me giggle. Um, I want to um, date her so bad. She's wonderful. Anyway. No, she's wonderful. <laughs> did you watch Bottom Center? No, I haven't yet. Is it even out in cinema? Yes. Is it, it on yeah, Amazon? It came and went. No, not yet. Um, it came and went. I'm sure that, um, yeah, no, it's already been in and out of English cinemas. No saying. The long and story, the long and short of it is, is that um, it's one of the films of the year. Uh, it's currently in my. Let's do. Let's do this before we take our second break, um, because where are we? Films of 2023. Bottoms is currently number four. Uh, I currently have Saltburn at 14. Hmm. Okay. Are you going to move it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This I feel is... like it could be up there within in the like maybe number ten. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, What's num- wait. You could say number one. I forgot though. No, December. Oh yeah, good. I'm I'm secure. Insecure people I, are frightening. That that fucking last bit ruins the whole. Wait, can thing. you stop? Because I haven't seen this. Film. Uh, I firmly disagree on your point there, Jack. Why? Sorry, no, we, t- we talk about Saltburn. We talk about Saltburn for 25 minutes and then you're like throwing in hot takes about the best <laughs> films of the year. And then when we've got But it's two... cringy. You can't deny that that last scene is a bit cringy. For complete purpose. Yeah, I know, but it just, it still gives me the ick. It's like when you get the egg ick. It's like, oh yeah, it's nice on the plate of the full <laughs> breakfast, but like, it's icky. Like Barry Keoghan in Saltburn, we're going to take a break. <laughs> okay where did we where did we leave off i've got here harry potter um last year harry potter we didn't get to that <laughs> um i just i think that's probably the most effective part of all the scene setting is that they're all reading deathly hallows mm. that yeah. works um yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. That was good. I don't know why I mentioned. Also, that. the conversation of do we think they're all ha- like shagging? Yeah, that was a fun little. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I think we should. They could have. They could have added. They could have added a threesome what? to Harry <laughs> Potter. Yeah, <laughs> I think we should let J.K. Rowling. Uh, rewrite those books and see what she adds just for fun 
Everyone would buy it. Yeah. Voldemort is pure evil. He tried to get into a different toilet. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) She she probably should do something. You know, I think she needs to just, like, stay at home and, like, not go on Twitter. I I don't think it can be underestimated. I mean, obviously, you know, we could look at any, you know, wine state or anything like that. But, like, in what world are you one of the most important and revered people ever? And then just choose to torpedo your career on one stupid little argument that you feel. Like, like she could have held those views and then just like publicly apologized, just been like, yeah, I'm sorry. But then like personally, she could have been like, I'm still a transphobe. But like, she, she was like, no, I'm going to double down on this. <laughs> anyway, enough about uh, Joanne. Um, <laughs> um, no trunks in the field. Right. Okay. This is one of my incest things to pick up on. Is Venetia naked there? Yeah, she is. Yeah, they're all. She's like slightly further away from them. They've got like a little grass, but it's still odd. It's still odd, and also, so many lovely grass fields. Why do they choose the thistle-bound barley field? What is that? And and it's not to hide anything. Who wants to be naked in a field? Like I just exactly just about all the grass sitting in the wrong parts and. No. They say, and and Venetia is on her front. Yeah. So she's yeah. just all up in the thistles. <laughs> no one wants thistles in those places. No one. <laughs> thistle in your missile. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then they're playing tennis and it's all summer and it's lovely and they're playing sorry, MGMT. playing tennis in that outfit, the pink like metallic outfit and the heels an icon i love that i love it yeah it i would be the person of course who says um who keeps real score though i i I, I, oh yeah (laughs) also the the you know again there's subtext and then there's barry keegan getting on his knees and jacob elordi putting a uh, champagne bottle in front of his crotch and then barry keegan just downing it there's subtext and then there's that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes in the nose text um, uh, yeah and then oh the bit where he's like talking about the crockery and he's like oh are those um, those ancient policy uh, balls that um, um, and he's been page flat he's, he's just been reading books on old plates so that he can have a what common ground with the dad in it sure <laughs> sure again he's like oh is he clever? Is he driven by sex? Is he in love with him? Is he the smartest man that's ever lived and planned every single inch? <laughs> the thing is, you don't have to be that smart to infiltrate that family, though, do you? No, they're kind of kind of stupid. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, he, he, it doesn't it doesn't work, and he has to wait ten years. Anyway, exactly. we'll talk we'll talk about that later. That's uh, such a bad. Uh, well, lots of lots of people get lost in salt burn. Duncan the waiter. Um, okay, so there we go. We are one hour. Waiter in... again, butler. Butler, 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 butler. Allow him his proper um, title. We are an hour into this film. Did either of you see this in the cinema? No. And you know what? I'm so glad because yes, I thanks. had to pause multiple times when the cringe was coming it was the egg scene i was like i'm pausing i need to walk away when felix drove him to his parents house 
pause, walk away. The grave scene, fast forward. I can't be doing that in the cinema, sorry. Absolutely not. I was in the cinema, and I um, <laughs> it's the <laughs> first time I've ever had a walkout. Oh, what? Really? And it was at the bathtub, yeah. And, and a guy just literally just got up, grabbed his bag, and just left. <laughs> he couldn't handle the slipping. Couldn't handle the slipping. Uh, listen, I didn't know what was to come. But, like, I think there is something about that. You know, there is something to be said about a film that is this commercial and this is this big budget and is has this many famous people in it having genuinely, as much as I'm a pervert and have seen everything and seen far worse, you know, having something genuinely shocking and affecting. Um because no matter whether you whether you're on the side that it's shock for the sake of shock and she's just throw it, you know, playing mad libs, uh drink semen, period, oral sex, um <laughs> grave sex, and or whether you genuinely think that these are effective choices. Um there is something to be said for in a modern, you know, I mean, also, I think it's the opposite. I think we're a lot more puritanical. We, you know, it's gone the opposite way. Like, I don't think we need to spend five minutes here doing a sex scene discourse. But like, everyone was like, oh my God, somebody's sexy. And it's just barely any sex in it. Poor things as well. Like, that's got a lot of sex in it. I don't know. We had a couple of... I mean, I after Bridgerton, like, you can't... It's... Do you know what I mean? I still haven't watched Bridgerton. I mean, I recommend, but I, I wouldn't say that Bridgerton is the... I feel like I have watched so many of Lars von Trier's films mm. that I am not phased by anything whatsoever. <laughs> I think if you watch Nymphomaniac or you watch Antichrist and you are phased by somebody slurping plummy water, then I don't know what you were watching because you see way, way worse in those films. Like well, I can get over Antichrist and Willem Dafoe. I'm sorry, I just can't do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I just I do agree that we have got more puritanical, but I don't think people like watch any sort of subversive cinema if that's the opinion that they have. Mm. It's yeah. Well, people. I saw the tweet the other day. It was like you know, Saltburn's you know weird for people who don't watch weird movies. Um, yeah. You know, it's like the same when people were talking about One Division, and they were like, "It's really experimental." And I was like, "All right, yeah, let's calm down, <laughs> please." <laughs> and, uh, and this is the thing: that scene is back to back with, um, oh no, sorry, I want to talk about this. Um, they share a bathtub. You just gonna check off in a shed? <laughs> is he? What if he knocks? Yeah, you didn't even check the doors were closed, my guy. Didn't check the doors were closed. And also, they've not officially gone to bed yet because then five seconds, well, as we see, night, mate, have a nice night. Brushing yeah, brushing mm. his teeth. I feel like, like there's just something to say for, like, bros who don't really care. Do you know what bros I mean? Let, bros are let other bros check off. <laughs> yeah. I feel I like feel sometimes like they're not like, enough every... to, like, acknowledge it. Maybe yeah. you told him. Give me five I feel minutes. like it's it's a different story for women because I I feel like it's not that like we're aware that the other person is doing that, but like yeah, but you know it's there's happening. times when you're like, yeah. okay, we're both gonna go, okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know if men have that same like closeness and just like acknowledging like 
No, we don't. Okay. Uh, I can tell you now. We don't. You don't. Um, Maybe you don't. don't. I, feel like I feel like other sensitive. guys do. Yeah, I feel like that's a thing. Because, like, girls do it. Like, yeah. we're, like I'm not going to lie. Like, I've lived with a lot of girls. Me and Hannah have lived together. We both yeah. one night just went, yeah. <laughs> and went up to our rooms on the other side of the apartment and did what needed to be done. You know, the other day, Jess, when we talked about the possibility of living together, is this what it's going to be like? No. At, eight, at eight o'clock, we're going to be like, <laughs> great, great British Bake Off's on at eight. Yeah, good night. No. <laughs> great British Bake Off's at eight. Sorry, How you know, it's loud Wednesday. is your vibrator, Tom, in this scenario? Yeah. You're acting like it's going to like shake the whole house. Yeah. No, it was a very specific day. We had watched a very specific event. So Event? <laughs> That was why. <laughs> oh, oh! I you went. Dream. I know, I know. You went and <laughs> trying to think of a joke. Think of a joke. Tom, think of a joke. Think of a joke. Think no, of a you joke. Know what? Let's stop um, talking about our sex lives. You know, let's go back. And I think Felix was valid for doing what he did. Oh, I'm not. Sometimes you need to jack off in the bathtub while you Maybe he's a voyeur. Maybe he likes the idea of being watched. Also, this is TMI. Bathtubs aren't the same for men. There is more motion and it doesn't work. I have found it doesn't work. <laughs> there is more. Well, yeah, the motion of the water be sloshing everywhere. Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> It'll be like when you're like a kid and you like want to kind of low key go swimming in the bath. So you kind of like make it into a. What's it like called? a wave pool, yeah. Yeah, a wave pool. But it's not like that, it's is it? Picture. It's like splash, 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 splash. Especially <laughs> when it... it's, a very, it's a very deep bathtub, so I'm thinking it's all under the water. Yeah, you women, you it, women have it so nice because it's you know like it's it's just gentle, and you can. Um... <laughs> and also, you know, we don't need to talk about this. <laughs> it's so much better for you. You know, we're just going. Uh, uh. <laughs> we are less messy i will say that which is nice you know i wasn't but also thinking it like you know, i would never okay, okay no i'm not going to enter this conversation <laughs> this is an incredible tangent um <laughs> well, um... things get stuck up there like do you know what i mean and like bath water and it's dirty that's a uti risk sorry yeah, no nobody i don't know women who are jacking off in the bath no women mm. wouldn't with men, maybe you know. No, you down the it's not. It's not a thing. Shower, anyway. When anyway, um, there's no shower though in this bathroom. There's no shower, so true. They maybe they're forced to bath. Henry the Eighth, they can't wash any of the sheets because Henry the Eighth one slept there either. Um, incredibly, that took ten minutes. So let's spend another ten minutes on the next scene. Right, this is the big thing: is that everybody keeps talking about you know, oh, it's so shocking, oh, it's so shocking, and they're really not well spaced out. They're back to back without, um, sorry, there's bathtub, scene outside with Rosamond. Vampire scene. N- yeah, and then vampire. So like, yeah. and so we have bathtub and he's like, first quote unquote crazy moment, whatever you want to call it. Then we have the first scene where he turns it on with um, Elsbeth and he's like, oh yeah, uh. And you're like, yeah. okay, so now he's now he's a genius. Now he's now he's Iago, <laughs> and then it's the vampire scene, and suddenly it's, it's just such a sh- sudden sudden shift. And then he's just you know like, oh, you're gonna eat your food, mm. and then she doesn't uh, as well. She's like, no, actually, I'm good. Well, no, she does, and she's in. Which uh, goes well, up. Exactly, but like that is after she sees 
Je- um, Felix come and sit oh, down because yeah. she's into it. And, and, and then he, like, Felix, he gives her a croissant and she's like, oh, I, you know what? He gives her a croissant. She's not finished the Fruit Loops. One at a time. <laughs> One at a time, my guy. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. But <laughs> just let her finish the Fruit Loops. Um, and then it's when, and she's like smiling or whatever, and she's like, oh. And and then Felix comes and sits down and looks visibly pissed off, and that's when she's like, "Oh, here we go again." Anyway, and that's when she leaves. Um, okay, so look if you have a vampire. Did any of you watch Fair Play? No. It was very very good. Phoebe Denver was very good. It is on my to watch list. I liked mm-hmm. it. I really enjoyed it, and not really a spoiler because it's the first five minutes. Same thing. He. <laughs> He, not intentionally, but he comes down on her and um, <laughs> goes down. He goes down on her. And then um, also, I'm sorry, now we're talking about fair play, but he's like down there for two minutes and then he comes back up and kisses her. And then it's it, there's blood then all over the dress. You can taste the difference. Uh, sound like Tesco's. Um, tes- <laughs> anyway, please. You can taste the difference. Okay. And he's, and he's just like, oh. You look like you killed a chicken. Anyway, how is there? How within the space of three months is there two movies with period oral sex? What are the odds of that? People just knew it was sexy, and they were like, "I need to put this in a movie." Is it sexy? Yes. Do you not think? Jazz, oh. don't kink. Jazz, no kink shaving. I'm no, not. It's kink not shaming. like a kink. I just think I I watched an interview with Emerald where she was like. It's just hot when somebody is like, I don't care. Like, yeah, this is sure, yeah. Almost okay. like natural maybe state. Maybe I'm just too, yeah, maybe I'm just too like clean, like not clean because periods aren't dirty, but like, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't like the idea of it. Also, like, I don't know, all the other things that you've got going on in your period, it just, I wouldn't feel very sexy in that mm. moment. But it also, like, go for it, girl. Also, um, I don't know how her, if she knew it was going to happen or not, but she's wearing a see-through white dress. Yeah. Presumably no underwear and no, like, tampon, no nothing, just free bleed. So a bit bold, but, you know. Bold, for her. That is very bold. Yeah. yeah. And it well, was, it she's going to need some bold. As well. She clearly wasn't, you know. Yeah, he's clearly, yeah. Also, I'm sorry. And it's the they've managed to pick the one um, concrete bench directly outside um, Farley's window, <laughs> and he's just sat there, literally on his front, legs in the air. Hmm, you <laughs> stupid, like... stupid, stupid boy. <laughs> I don't um, know. Like, I love that. Like, how stupid do you have to be? Come on now. It's lucky for you. I'm a farm player. Um, oh, that was quite good. Thank you. Um, I think it's time that we, because I think she comments on this. I think it's time that we really read the official statement from Miss Rian Holmes. Mm-hmm. Rian Holmes, official statement. Okay, you want me to do Rian's voice? Yeah. Okay. This is. I've been working on this, so this should be. <clears throat> How does it? Okay. Here we go. Me team with Oliver Prince. <laughs> <laughs> you must have known okay, that you was know coming. What? No. <laughs> uh, 
My time with Oliver Quick and the Cashin family was a whirlwind, and the social media uproar, both positive and negative, has seated it firmly in my consciousness ever since. It's certainly not free of issues, and they're, and they're entirely plot-based, in my opinion. I spent the majority of the film thinking I was going to witness Oliver's corruption arc. The story of a downtrodden working-class boy beguiled by a rich family, and as the tagline suggests, getting lost in Saltburn, becoming obsessed and doing everything he can can do to hold on to this life of luxury. Perhaps Emerald Fennell thought this conceit was too easy or understandably didn't want to paint the poor Pearson as the villain in the story. However, I felt by having the double plot twist of Oliver living a very comfortable lifestyle and planning his takeover of Saltburn from the beginning, from the, is he planning it from the beginning? Uh, took away a lot of the tension for me. I felt cheated out of any of his character development and the psychosexual obsession element seemed suddenly misplaced. To quote a review from the Polyester podcast, you don't drink the gummy bathwater of someone you're just interested in for their money. All this being said, I still found the film incredibly compelling. The pacing was dynamic, the visuals were stunning, and there was not a weak performance across the board. It deals in the gothic very well. Sublime setting, sex as power, family dysfunction, and of course, murder. <laughs> While still feeling fresh and contemporary. These combined with the action, while completely absurd, only heightened its iconicism for me. I don't think it should win Best Picture, but would happily see Barry Keoghan take home Best Actor. When she wrote that eloquent 400 words, do you think she imagined us talking for 20 minutes about this? What about our personal sex lives? I don't think. Um, like, you know, here we are. Anyway. Well, at least we've got some class. Uh, re re <laughs> some Rhea brings the class. That's why we've descended into chaos. Uh, planning, so then we plan the dinner and the birthday. Okay, so, right. Mm -hmm. This is my big thing. How do none of his lies catch up with him? So he now then lies to... Oh, it's, just poor, it's just poor form, mate, isn't it? You know, it's just poor form. And he's like, then he's like... So he lies to Felix. How does this never get back to Archie? How does... Sorry, Felix. Uh, Archie... Farley. Uh, uh, Farley. How does... <laughs> How does Oliver, sorry, Felix, not then go to Farley and say, what the fuck, mate? Why did you lie? Um, Oliver says that he just tried to, that she tried to kiss him and then she pushed her off. Why would you lie, mate? Why would you lie? Do boys actually communicate is the real question. Yeah, I feel like once something goes into a man's head, it, like, it doesn't stay there for very long. The problem yeah. was that was, <laughs> the problem with the film was that we didn't see anything go inside a man's head. <laughs> Um, also i'm pretty sure like oliver at one point goes oh can you even trust farley like he's always spreading shit so that yeah. is true he is known as a bit of a gossip so yeah. oliver oliver uh felix says oh what a little shit farley what a little shit star um <laughs> lying about venetia and then venetia and then venetia at the dinner is just like um uh, one of your little one of his and she does the whole mm, gets tired of his toys speech mm -hmm. i was like all right sure and this and is where i get tired of his toys and this also, is where... why are you one of his toys you're his sister exactly exactly this is the big thing because it is this night that is then karaoke night where she's all over him and they go and disappear i just throwing it out there um you know i think she makes a move or something that night to be like yeah well yeah. it's cruel into i think somewhere behind the scenes is cruel attentions <laughs> <laughs> yeah fully 
<laughs> oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, the karaoke scene. So it's very funny. You know, he does apple bottom jeans. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, and then we get Archie Madakwe absolutely smashing Rent. He does, oh. he does come in. There was a... Mo- in a restaurant. <laughs> the, right. <laughs> I just want to... To my knowledge, the premise of karaoke is that you pick a song and you sing that song. And I actually sound like Richard E. Grant here unintentionally. That was very, that's the best part. The words are on the screen. But you have to know the melody of the song. And I'm yeah. not, and I don't want to be the guy who's like, oh, I know all the Pet Shop Boys singles. But Rent is not like an incredibly well-known song prior to this film. Did you, did either of you know it? No, this film no. is my introduction to that song. Yeah. yeah so I do think Farley is the one that puts it on for him. So yes, I know. Yeah. But then he comes up and he's like, you dress me up. I need it. You buy me food. I want it. You know, it's like, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. And he's like, e, e. and then he's, and it takes him so long to realise. I mean, the first lines are, you buy me food, I eat. Oh, no, it's not the first lines. But like, yeah, it takes him a bit, doesn't it? I think one hey, of the first... What? <laughs> yeah. You dress me up. I love it. I mean, come on, <laughs> play the game. Um, and look at that Rent, what a great song Um, I love Duncan just in the background holding the karaoke book Um, (laughs) should we bring back karaoke it's never been gone no I know I love karaoke I I took my entire family to a karaoke bar on holiday I've Um, never karaoke anywhere yeah but do we voluntarily Uh, go out with each other no (laughs) just just (laughs) us just us three no, you're bloody like we have karaoke at the Alma. Oh yes, I hosted um, a karaoke yeah. night for months. You used to host it. You should remember. Freaking <laughs> idiot! It was a long time ago. <clears throat> In many ways. Um, <laughs> In a really, lot of ways. Really effective <laughs> moment is when I think when um, Oliver smashes the mirror, and then the next morning it's a normal mirror. I thought that was really mm-hmm. good. And like, I'm not one of these people who I'm sure there's a TikTok fan account of like, is the room really haunted? Um, is it all a dream? But it's obviously just like incredible wealth and they can just put in a mirror yeah. or something. That's what I took from it. Either that yeah. or he just like didn't actually smash it. Smash it, yeah. Um, this is also the night of um this was sexy. Um fuck my fuck Chuck uh kill uh Richard the third, and he's doing all this bullshit mm-hmm. Farley stuff and he's just being oh fucking Farley you're so annoying and then why don't you just fuck me and um, that was good and was um, good. and then the silhouetting and then the silhouette and very funny this got an this got an audible laugh in the cinema um, are you going to behave? No <laughs> very... That was good It's like he's like did you want me to? Yeah. I people if if people had more fun with Oscar clips, and they should, and actually, and how do you pronounce Medeque? Uh, Medeque, yeah. Medeque. Um, and people had more fun with Oscar clips, and Medeque was nominated, which he isn't going to be, and probably shouldn't be. That should be his clip. No. 
people should have more fun this is my goal and this is why i like saltburn and don't understand people who hate it people need to have more fun what's the meme <laughs> whatever ever having fun um, what's the meme <laughs> it's my new podcast i'm launching a new podcast um and then we have the probably the funniest uh moment in the scene in the film which is when Rosamund Pike talks about being part of the Britpop scene and how they come with oh. people. <laughs> yeah that was so good I've never wanted to know anything yeah she was from Greece and you know thirst for knowledge and then obviously the great capper on that scene is Pamela died you know oh yeah she'd do anything for attention very very funny um but this is obviously where Farley gets thrown out of the house because he emailed summer biz about a plate Sure. And we again, all knew though that he didn't actually. Exactly. This is where the twist doesn't work. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it as a twist, have Farley have see Oliver try see how, how long does it take to open up final draft and and have a moment. Interior, uh interior, grand hallway. Oliver watches from afar as Farley slips into his pocket a book. And then we have that seed in the back of our heads of like, oh, actually, Farley does steal things from time to time. Because that's not unbelievable that he'd steal a spoon, you know, yeah. or something. Um, and then it makes the email to some of his more believable. Again, if you want to do this twist, make it a twist. Yeah. Um, oh, so it just goes back up at the end. Was that ever explained? Did I miss something? He says, he does a whole speech that he is like, oh, yeah, they invited me. You know, I'm always, I'll always come back. I'll yeah. always. And then also, planting some, sorry, bringing up Coke is enough to have him disappear from the family forever. Like for 30 years. He never. Oh, it was because Felix died from a Coke overdose. Yeah, well, that's is... what they said it was. Well, yeah, but. But also, so, we don't know if Felix got his coke from Farley. Yeah, but, but I think that was like No, it's just planting the seed, isn't it? Up. But yeah. it's like... Racking up reels. <laughs> Again, that was another one where the accent disappeared. Um, <laughs> racking up reels. Um, she clearly... Oh, and then here we go. So then they, he, he, it's birthday boy, and he surprises him, and he drives him up to Prescott. It's like, wow, mate, she's really cleaned up her act. We are supposed to believe that this man is an incredible psychotic genius and he doesn't just, like, I don't know, dive out of the car or, like, or then, or just, like, really put the acting on hey, and grab him. Just, oh, mate, I just don't want to go there. I don't want to go. I don't wanna... It's he, like, come on, if you're that clever, you could find a way to not end up at the house. Grab his face mm. and just be like, please, and start crying or something. And then, and or make up another. You've already lied about your dad hitting your head on a pavement. Lie and just say, she she tried she tried to kill me when I was a little boy. She she mm. wanted she she needed to she needed to stab me for some money or something. Just make up another lie. You always lie. So why not just make up that she was she took a load of heroin in the house, nearly burned down, I nearly died. I don't know I don't know where she is. Oh no, because he's been caught out. Oh, if he's such a clever genius, he leaves his phone out where his mum rings. And also, Felix picks up the phone and he's like, hello, who is this? Who is this? Are you, hello, are you heroin mum? Oh, wonderful. Oh, it's his birthday. You want to see him? Oh, you don't sound, she really sounded like she cleared up a life mate. It was like, yeah, obviously. <clears throat> um, I yes. hated that scene. 
so much that I had to pause the film and step away for a full day um, and then come back to it. He's just so, sat there also, just shaking, like an absolute idiot. And I know he's riddled with anxiety because he's been caught out, but he's just like, please, can I go? And I was like, play it cool. You're a genius. Why not just play it cool and then say, I lied. And then afterwards, spend that time thinking, I lied. I li um, that's my stepdad, um, you know, or, yeah. or anything. God. Yeah, I mean, where's the Riz gone? Like, bring exactly. Back You're a vampire. Didn't he yeah. He spends the entire party just like dweebing after him. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes just like a little dweeb. So the next, and then we launch fully into the party. The party looks great. Great vibes. Um, and so it really irked me. Sorry, this is like something that's irked me since I watched the film. So they, they were like, ooh, we should do fancy dress. But they never mention a theme. They do. They do. Really summer nights. No, they do. They do do they actually it. mention it? Because even when I was watching it the second time, I don't remember them what like mentioning a theme. She says, she summer. says midsummer. She says midsummer night's dream, and then Farley says, "Bring on the slutty fairies." Mm. Oh god! Yeah, like, oh, I can wear my full set of armor. Yeah. Oh. Wait, yeah, also, I got that. Is, I yeah. thought that was just like fancy dress moment. Yeah. But obviously, it was very like midsummer themed. Um, though, who Barry? Who Ollie was supposed to be, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Is he meant to be Puck, maybe? Puck doesn't oh, have no. it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, and then and then again. Right, so party. Great song. Uh, oh, I really like this song. The whole If you want some more. That was good. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and the, who is the elderly man in the coke room? Who's just like, who is that? Yeah, I was like, why is Felix hanging out with this random old guy? God, there's and so then, many randoms at that party, bro. And then everybody's getting laid. Venetia's looks like she's going to get some. Duncan looks like he's going to get some. Elsbeth's having a great time. And then, he, so again, Felix pulls somebody into the maze for sex. And he's just like, feelings. It's like, oh my God. Have... The way he interrupts it as well. Like why he watches for so long and then like you think he's waiting for it to be over, but then he still interrupts while they're in the middle of having sex. And you're like, okay, well, why were you waiting then? And also, according to the flashbacks later, he has already poisoned the bottle by this time. So he poisons the bottle and then he storms in and he's just like, Felix. I was like, oh my, get a grip. Where has he got poison from? Anyway, we'll talk about that later. It's but not poison, it's Coke. He just poured a bottle of Coke into a champagne bottle. Yeah. That's I don't know how drugs work, okay? I thought he put poison in it. No, it's, it's a bag of Coke that he pours in there. Does Coke have that? Effects when you yeah, drink I think it, if you take too much of it, you die. Also, he know. makes himself sick afterwards. Like, surely only having a sip of that would just give you a little buzz. But, like, obviously, if you drank the whole thing, yeah, you're gonna die. Are we sure know. it's not poison? Yeah, well, also, it's how, a baggie how... <laughs> of white powder. Also, how immediately acting is the poison because he needs to die within like 10 seconds of drinking it because there's no way that Felix isn't like, oh, what the fuck? And then leaves the maze. Also, there's no way that he doesn't storm out of the maze before... Anyway. Um, and we get, so this, we get this big scene and it attempts to be the talented Miss Ripley boat yeah, scene. No, You're a leech. 
God, it's poison. Yeah. Sorry, Hannah, it's poison. Um, I don't agree, but okay, fine. And then we get the big reveal. Oh my God, he's dead. <clears throat> um, lots of oh, reviewers. When Richard's oh, trying to wake him up. That was he's very like, sad. Oh, my boy, my it's cold. Look who done. That broke my heart because the dad it was giving. Was you know what it's giving? Cedric in the maze. Cedric um, in in Harry Potter. My boy, yeah. my boy. <laughs> It's it's also giving um, Dead Poet Society. Neil, Neil, oh. <laughs> Neil, my okay, boy. I haven't watched that film, so can we take a pause on that? Sorry, somebody dies in a maze and uh, and, uh, yeah, at a big stop. at a big party. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> um, and then we go the big shepherd's pie scene, which was really the moment for me where I was like, oh no, Emerald Fennell has leveled up, like because. I know you were talking about the vibes of Promising a Woman, but I do think there were moments in that that just genuinely just weren't directed well. And it sort of had a clawing quality to it and a sort of like this neon thing. And it mm-hmm. just didn't didn't work for me. Whereas I genuinely think the Shepherd's Pie scene is incredibly, incredibly well directed, edited. We haven't mentioned Linus Sangren's name yet, the cinematographer of this film. I think it is genuinely, mm-hmm. without a doubt, one of the best looking films of the year and i think a lot of people are sort of writing it off because it is sort of quote-unquote trashy campy pulpy schlock um but i think the shepherd's pie scene is excellent i think everybody's excellent in it even if it's i mean you know everybody grieves in different ways i'm not judging anybody but like you know it's a great image venetia pouring out that entire bottle of wine but come on um (laughs) um and rosamond's excellent i know everybody i know i know it's nitpicky um and then you know, he we managed to throw, he get manages to get rid of Farley and and then we get grave sex. Yeah. That's and he's do. and he's sobbing and nobody sees. It's very um, long. I did enjoy I did pardon the pun. I did enjoy the length. Uh, I, I think it, it, why they did it, it was but I was like it, yeah. I was like, okay, but like, I'm tired of watching this. It, but it felt it, it did. That was the one that felt like shock for the sake of shock. Mm-hmm. Like, also, he then is later. He's just like, I hated all of you, and I was like, I'm sorry. I just felt so brave. I'm sorry, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. Let's talk about this before our third and final break, and then we will conclude. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in critical opinion are saying that the people who like the film, even the people who love it, are saying that it really drops off and gets slower uh, once Elodie dies. And yeah. do you, did you find that? I personally didn't find that. I don't know. I don't know if the scene lengths just get longer. Like, that's what I really felt. Mm. Like, we have a really long grave scene. We have Alison Oliver's monologue, which is really, really long. Yeah. And then we have Shepherd's Pie's scene. long. Shepherd's Pie's really long. Yeah. So I think the scene then just tend to get longer. It's not as snappy. Um, but I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. No, I know. I, the mate, yeah. I don't know. I think people just have really short attention spans. So. Well, yes. Yeah. I, think, I just I'd... felt like it. I felt the opposite. I felt like it sped up. And got longer at the same time because they really started dropping like flies. Oh, God, yes, I, yes, I agree, Jazz. I I think because obviously we want to keep 
there's I just think there's a better way to kill Venetia, maybe, or, or I hated maybe. that. Yeah, Sorry, I didn't make her by sense. putting the razor blades by the bed and by the bar. Like, how did he know um, that she was going to do that? He didn't. It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Also, just if he's doing everything and he's, you know, we see him poisoning, why not see him just slit her wrists? Yeah. But also, then it wouldn't work because there'd be signs of struggle because she wasn't that drunk. It's it it really is stupid, and also his 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 master plan is to then um, lose, uh, quote unquote, lose, and then wait what ten years ten is years. it until yeah something like Richard that. E. Grant dies of a heart attack. It's he waits until like after COVID because all the people in the cafe <laughs> have masks. <laughs> Maybe oh, that's why I didn't it, even notice that, yeah. and I watched it twice. <laughs> Maybe he was well, just was really health like conscious. Maybe he was really health conscious and following the government guidelines. Um, <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm not going to do anything. It's just really stupid. It need They needed a better way to kill Venetia. And they needed, for me personally, um, a way for him to be involved in Rich D. Grant's death. Yeah, otherwise yeah. it's just like he killed like two of them and got rid of one. It's I like, want to see Farley's revenge story. That's yeah, what, Farley, what happens to Farley? What happens to Duncan? Yeah, how does Duncan feel about it? This man dancing naked around his house, he would hate it. Duncan's fired. Duncan's been fired, sure. Oh, sure, but like, I feel like he'd want to go in and and protect Saltburn. That's the twist. I want to see a movie about that. Yeah, that's the twist. Is that it's something Duncan's... All of my life I've helped, I've catered for these people. Mm. Maybe that's like, it's a film crying out for an actual twist. You know, because this certainly isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, I I don't know. Or maybe uh, I don't know. Or is or is or is is the ending where the butler did it? Shit, you know, is 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 there a world where we because we love the camp of it, we love the excess of it, we love him dancing around with his wang out. Is the remo- is the, is is an ending with a twist not about wang? <laughs> yeah, um, and we're going to speak about it in after our uh, third and final break as we uh, and conclude discussing Saltburn. Um, lots to talk about. That's the best. That's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's not just uh, what was bad recently. I'll have a think. <laughs> <laughs> Jean-Luc Godard once said, uh, no, it wasn't Jean-Luc Godard. I can't remember who said it. And I really should have spent my break uh, looking who said it. All you need is for your film to have a good opening, three good scenes in the middle, and a good ending. I read a tweet. It was, oh my God, really sticks the landing. And the minute that the final montage of... He did it all along, and I thought, "Who are these idiots? This is the great ending that they that they're referring to, the ending that doesn't make any sense in any way, shape, or form." Then, thankfully, the soft and powerful sounds of Sophia Lispector ring through Saltburn Mansion, 
and the movie lands the la- sticks the landing like mm-hmm. no other what a great year for movie endings oppenheimer great ending killers of the flower moon incredible ending may december incredible it's been a great 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 year but just like you know what stick the landing here we go jazz do you think it sticks the landing or do you think it's just like well i guess we could do this i think it sticks the landing in terms of everyone's talking about it do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like you want people to talk about your movies. And if you're going to get people to talk about your movie, get a hot guy to run around fully naked in a mansion. Mm. This is the thing, isn't it? It's like, I thought that May, December with Charles Melton was going to have the sort of push that this did. But it's just, it just doesn't end fun. It just like, I- it's... It's similarly about a lot of dark things and Charles Melton's very attractive and is in it and everybody loves Charles Melton from Riverdale. And I thought, oh, great. It's going to have that push and people are going to watch it and then go, wow, this is actually the film of the year. Um, We watched it because Charles Melton was in it, but actually it's the film of the year. But it's very, very sad (laughs) for like the final half an hour. No less brilliant, but very, very sad. Whereas Emerald Fennell knows... And it's the same thing she did. It's the same thing she did with Promising a Woman. I'm going to have my cake and eat it too. I'm going to have the really sad ending. Ooh, oh, you know, really sad ending, really effective ending. And then, you know what? Actually, no, she managed to send a letter to Alfred Molina and have predated texts and get the FBI there, even though the whole point of the film was that the cops failed her friend in that rape case. But now we're like, yeah, cops are great. Come and arrest Pope Um Whereas this is just a lot of fun. Um, where would you have wanted it to end? Where it ends? Yeah, oh, so I like think it? it's like the perfect ending. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I think the, no, I think the montage, I planned all of this all along. I hated all of you, is really yeah, stupid. Yeah. Um, mm. Also, let's yeah. let's talk about this. So 20, 2020 COVID cafe, and she's now got the Amy Dunn hair. And <laughs> yeah. she's just like, um, I, she says this about Sir James's death. I'm surprised he waited so long. Mm. Did he also kill himself? I think she would have anticipated it because of like, you know, their kids being dead. Yeah. That's what I got. Not that he like after himself. Mm. Again, make it clearer. And also, just he's just is he hope is this is what he's hoping for, or was he just going to be happily living forever wearing glasses? <laughs> was he not waiting? I think he was waiting because he knew that he had Elsbeth. Like he knew he had her. Yeah, but so, that's, like, I'm sorry, kind of Jasper, but that's so start. stupid. He waited 10 years for yeah, Richard I agree. E. Grant it's to silly. die. It would have been funnier if it was, like, not funnier, but if he had something to do with his death. I don't know, he, like, yeah. was waiting around the corner, gave him a shock, and that's how he had the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, 
I mean, and then and then he's just like Lorem Ipsum, Lorem Ipsum. My favorite bit is where they show the laptop screen and he's just <laughs> like a goddamn muppet. I fucking pissed myself when I saw that. It was so and funny. And he's just like, have you had a, have you, have you been all right? No, oh, sorry. Have you been happy? Not really. <laughs> oh, me, you? No, not, not really. Again. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is interesting. Is he going to marry Elspeth? No, hmm. he's just, he just moves in and starts, oh, my cousin yeah. Racheling just starts poisoning her. Yeah. Yeah, I hate Stupid. There's no, yeah. no one like mm, they really seem to drop quite fast when this guy's around. Also, what sort of poison is it? What? How is he? How is he poisoning her? Where's he getting that, it from? That disables yeah. her, makes her wheelchair bound. <laughs> it doesn't kill her, and then eventually it, puts her on life her. support. <laughs> he could have just gone it's all in with the actual just poison that kills you. And then also, the, this made me. This made me laugh. These past few months with you, it's only been a couple of months. <laughs> Again, and no one went mm, a bit weird. It's Gosh. taken him. It's taken him a couple of months. A few. These past few months with you, it's taken a few months, and he's immediately like, you know what, poisoner, make a sign the will over to me. God. Um. And also, like I was, I was really deeping this. I don't think that is how that works. I don't think that's how... Because, like, with houses like that, like, they are partially owned by, like, England. So, like, you can't just sign it, it would have been house. This, this movie needed to end with him dancing for five minutes and then turning another corner and it's just a pair of retired people and the house has been bought by the national trust <laughs> and it's yeah. like a tour yeah. going around yeah. don't go any he, and he's just running around coked out of his mind naked he's like don't step over the ropes <laughs> that would have been funny uh, uh yeah where's duncan and then he's just like sat there also he's spent i'm sorry he spent all of this time slowly, slowly poisoning her. And then at the last hurdle, he's just like, fuck it. Pulls out the shoe. <laughs> My guy, if in. you're going to do it. Also, how he's not a doctor. How does he get the tube okay. in for when the people eventually find her? Instead, he's just sat there on the, sat there on the swing. Okay. Oh, God. Anyway, and then we get, and just when I thought the film was going to, and then we've already talked about the razor blade placement and the Farley's, Farley email. And he's, and he's just like, and then, sorry, yeah. And then I thought, wow, if this cuts to black now, we he, she really shut the bed. And then I suddenly hear, murder, murder, murder. And I don't want to be that guy, and I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> But I loved Murder on the Dance Floor before Saltburn. Oh and... yeah, it's like it's a classic bar. in the club. Hmm. Yeah, but I don't think it is. I don't. People, there's a lot more people now who. Anyway, but I'm happy. But this is New Year, New Tom. I'm happy about that. Young Tom in 2017, when Call Me by Your Name came out, and everyone started loving Love Love My Way by the Thompson Twins, <laughs> and I was like, I'm no, like to... it's psychedelic first.
I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I'm ashamed of Thompson Twins is hold me now. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> um I apologize to my family. <laughs> this is yeah. a great this is a great story. Me and an ex, <laughs> the one that starts with J, mm-hmm. made love playlists for each other. And I put Love My Way on there because I'm like, ah, oh, what a great song. Didn't know it was about him coming out as gay. (laughs) (laughs) How did you miss that? (laughs) And and like, you know, when Spotify had that thing called Genius, where it was like, and she was like, and she said, Tom, I I was on my love playlist. And um, because, oh no, sorry, that was it. Because I put at the very end, all I ask of you, reprise from Phantom, because I know she preferred the reprise. And I said, and I chose the last, and I chose the last song very specifically, and then I for, and then I added that, <laughs> forgetting that I told her that, <laughs> so she thought I was confessing like, to being gay, <laughs> <laughs> and that my way of coming out as gay was adding that song <laughs> to a playlist. If and it's asking... not gay enough that you put a Phantom of the Opera song <laughs> in a love yeah, if it's not gay enough that May December is my favourite film of the year. And <laughs> oh, I'm um, oh my god. I know. That's a great story. I know you'd like that one. Um and <laughs> we can't even enjoy Call Me by Your Name anymore because of that goddamn cannibal rapist piece of shit. <laughs> like what the hell are we also I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Because I'm just on one now. I loved Bones and All. But did Luca and Timmy not think that it was a weird vibe to make their next film together a movie of cannibals? Luca, Timmy, Timmy, I've got an idea for um, our next. I don't know why he's Swedish. He's an Italian man. His name is Guadagnino. I know what our next movie is going to be. It's about cannibals. Why am I? Why can I no longer do Italian? You're like Austria now. Oh, good. <sighs> I know no. what our next emergency podcast is going to be. What? Challenges. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. That's another song I love, S&M by Rihanna. Uh, that's pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I added S&M by Rihanna to your love playlist. I think you need to reevaluate your life. You know. Oh, I know it would be easier if I was gay. Yeah. I just have this terrible thing where I like women. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then, God. yeah, and then, we, you know, and then he dances around and he's got his todger out and and he does a line of, he does a line of coke and blows a kiss to his little... I hate todger as a word. <laughs> Do we never use it again? Please. But somebody todger. says todger in like a film recently. It must be a British film. Oh yeah. Are you thinking of the the audio book? Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking of Prince Harry audio book. Oh my <laughs> 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 Megan read that and went, yeah. That, no, that. because he didn't freaking write it. Come on hmm. now. I'm putting <sighs> Elizabeth Arden cream on my todger. <laughs> you know he. <laughs> Suddenly, 
this is what my mummy used to use on her lips, and now I'm using it on my <laughs> dodger. Dodger. I opened up, I opened up the tube, and the smell transported me back. <laughs> what an incredible <laughs> jazz. I want to give you the Nobel Prize for Literature for um, remembering, because that would have annoyed <laughs> me for years. That would have been my salt burn. But like 10 years later, I would have been sat in a cafe. Jazz, do you have any final thoughts on um, salt burn? Go to Hannah first. I'm still, I'm still trying to draft. Well, I think the big question is, sorry, Hannah, but like, I think the big question is, does talking about how much it's really stupid and doesn't make any sense actually affect its entertainment value? Because I like registered all of these things on a first watch and still had a great time thought about it after still had a great time watched it with somebody yesterday who was also out loud being like well that doesn't make any and i was just like you know what let's have some fun mm-hmm. yeah. that's like it's the same thing with don't worry darling sometimes it's more the hype around the film that like makes it entertaining than the actual film do you know what i mean because everyone's all hype like, no, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. Obviously, it had hype. But, like, this doesn't have negative... Well, I guess it does have shock, like, ooh, edgy hype. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, like people weren't hype. going around being like, it's so bad. Yeah. Like, at least... Not you watched it because it's bad. You watched it because it was shocking. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like, ever since I watched it, like, a month ago, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Yeah. It's I ever- know, like, I just keep, like, realising new things. And I keep seeing interviews that like tell me new things and I'm like oh my god fascinating and like the way they filmed it with like the aspect ratio Mm. just I was just fascinated I'm fascinated by this film Mm. I love it all the acting is amazing and obviously it's set in Oxford and I'm like walking around these places all the time so I'm always like I love it I think we I think we um, are supposed to yes here it is we now know what Olivia Wilde's new movie is going to be. Have you heard about this? Why is she being given another yeah. movie? The film is being produced by uh, Margot Robbie's production company. Oh, okay. Margot. Okay. It's um, uh, no casting has been announced yet, but it's a Christmas comedy called oh. Naughty. Oh. According to the synopsis, the movie follows a mother whose only hope of securing custody of her son from her gaslighting trash bag ex is to find Santa Claus and convince him to testify in her divorce. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, I don't understand her like filmmaking career because like with with that's a real sentence. She's got like her two films are so like that you can understand how you got both of those films from this person like obviously she also wrote the cinderella musical we'll give her that that's a bit yeah that's a bit out of the way isn't it yeah (laughs) that makes sense i is this movie is this this movie better or worse if instead of murder on the dance floor he um sings (laughs) 
Oh, oh no, I was just going to do Bad Cinderella. I have no yeah, idea what any of the other songs. <laughs> no, you should. It's so good. Guys, people shout on it for no reason. It was very entertaining. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe I just love Emerald Fennell's work. I'm like, I don't care if it's bad. I have a good time when I'm there. It's always gaudy. Yeah. It's always bright and flashy. I have mm. a good time. What do you think's what do you think's next? Oh god. So she's done a female revenge film. She's done a male revenge film. I think she's gonna go non-binary revenge film <laughs> or or a space movie. Is this a I'm sorry? A, is this a revenge movie? What's he getting revenge for? People getting revenge. Them being rich. rich. I don't know. He's also rich. Like he's got a decent amount of money. I was reading something the other day, and I've seen it like all over TikTok as well. That this is actually um talking about um the middle class feeling like they are not middle class. Like the middle class in this country is always trying to be like, oh, I'm so poor. Like, I only have two cars instead of, like, a fleet of limos. But, like, they are still rich. But they see themselves as less because they're surrounded by the uber-rich, if that makes sense. I've I think... seen, I know they're talking about. It's like, wherever you are, you're always going to... Someone's always going to have, like, more. Yeah. yeah. You're always trying to put yourself down so you don't feel bad for being the most privileged person in that space. Yeah. I think the best thing that happened to this film was the fact that Emerald Fennell has done, and everybody else has done, like, Barry's just like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it. And Archie and Alison Oliver are just doing, like, just having a great time. Yeah. And... <laughs> the restaurant. <laughs> and um, the big thing for me, is that Emerald Fennell has not done a series of interviews and a series of things where she talks about, well, I really wanted to make a movie about class and I really wanted to do a really, you know, a really um, probing movie and I really wanted to explore class. And if you look at it this way, instead, she's just on like, um, what's her name? Edith Bowman's podcast talking about how, well, it had to be It's a Cheeky Christmas. I mean, what a great song. And <laughs> she is like... And she's doing the whole reading the letterbox thing. And she's like, you know, everybody's a freak. And I'm like, you know what? Fair play. And I really do think there's a world where she comes out and she's like, well, it, well, in many ways, he's, um, he's penetrating a world of class and excess. And the movie in many ways is about the foibles of British society. And I'm like, babe, you made a movie. <laughs> you made a movie where a guy fucks a grave. The fact that she's like in on it. Yeah. In a way that I didn't feel she was actually a promising woman. I mean, that was more serious. Mm -hmm. I just think I just think it's just ten times more enjoyable, isn't it? I mean, and obviously, obviously, it's more enjoyable. But yes, I'm happy. I liked Saltburn, mm -hmm. and I think it is still firmly thirteen. Well, right. Let me just. It was, four... it was fourteen, so it's gone up. Oh. <laughs> right. Currently, it's Saltburn. Scream 6, Ferrari, Dick's the Musical, K-Mutiny Court. You're putting it way too close to films that are way worse than it. Scream 6 was great. Mm. These are my favourite films. 
Okay. What else do you think was... Did you not like Ferrari? <laughs> Did you like Ferrari? Yeah, Ferrari was good. You're a boy at the end of the day, you know. Did Jazz, did you just say what's Ferrari about? No, I said when did it come out? <laughs> oh, last month. It was quite early. Um, Dick's the Musical 11, um, which was great. Kane, Kane Mutiny Court Marshal 10. Are You There, Got It's Me, Margaret 9. Theatre Camp 8. Royal Hotel 7. I currently have Maestro at 6. I haven't seen it. I've Somebody, seen interesting clips. Somebody left Snoopy in the vestibule. Your, your, your entire life is about mystery. It's very enjoyable. And Wait, then, how did it take him six years to become a conductor as well? Like, yeah, my God. Don't know about that. Don't know about that one, Bradley. Um, yeah. yeah, it took him six years to become a conductor. When did Star is Born come out? I thought that was 2019. <laughs> He's just been training the whole time. No, it was in 2018 because I was with Jenny. So, uh, uh, there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it was it was 2018 because when A Star Is Born came out, I was auditioning for Dear Evan Hansen on the West End and I used a song from A Star Is Born for my audition. Did you do What did you do that, do that, do that, do that, do that no, to I me? Used, um, the one where he's like died and she's like why did you leave yeah my mum wanted me to sing that at her wedding she because i'm singing at my mum's wedding and that's the song she was like i just love the song can you not just sing it i was like "Mm, might be a bit of a doubt on the day mum i love american pie doesn't mean i want it at my bloody funeral yeah it seems like an interesting choice for a wedding but um yeah star is born star is born was great um Saltburn was not as good as uh, a star spawn. And do you disagree? I honestly, I, I, the more we talk about Saltburn, the more I'm like, that was my top film of the year. But it's very enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. I mean, I, I had a great time. I not think that I saw I had many the best films, time but watching you know. that film. Yeah. yeah. I, my big thing is that, like, I watched Poor Things the other day. And for me, Poor Things is two hours and 22 minutes and does feel it. And I know that I'm the guy who thinks that Oppenheimer flies by and Killers of the Flower Moon flies by. Well, Killers of the Flower Moon doesn't fly by, but I do think it's justified in its length. But like Poor Things was did feel excessive. Whereas this, again, sort of flew by. And I'm hearing mm. a lot of people who are saying it gets a lot slower and, you know, well, we had that discussion. But like, I... I'm in. I'm in. Mm. Yeah, I was in. I'm in. I'm on board. I'm at. I'm. I'm lost in Saltburn. You know. I drank the Kool Aid. Uh, yeah. I drank the bathwater. But <laughs> everyone yeah, drank did. the cummy bathwater, and that is 2023 summed up in one sentence. That is vile. Please never say that again. <laughs> okay. Do you think Saltburn will have a lasting memory? Because as much as I brought it up and you've both seen it and remember it and liked it, nobody's really talking about Promising a Woman anymore. Do Does anybody bring Promising a Woman up with you? Like, oh, that's one of my favourite films or that was really good or anything Never like that? Never hear it as, like, that's one of my favourite films. Mm. 
but like does anybody just i don't i don't it doesn't come up whereas people still talk about star is born that's that's another thing i think about is like when it comes to the great movies will people still be talking so star is born was it five years ago do you think i think saltburn has a chance to be mm -hmm. an a rewatchable movie moving forward well you know working at hmv i'm surrounded by movies all the time right um and like i must say i don't think i've sold a singular disc of promising young women but i do feel like saltburn will as soon as it if it ever gets released on disc i feel like it's gonna be mm. like on the charts for a really long time people are gonna be buying it I do think it's going to have like a long life. I do. Well, yeah. and also, I mean, it's the unintentional, unexpected viral Christmas. It was the unexpected viral Christmas movie hit of mm. the Christmas season. Like, this is a bizarre, erotic, freaky film. And people were watching it with their families. Half of the TikTok value, half of the meme or whatever. Yeah. But like... I do think it was very smart of them to go straight from cinema to like digital release for well, free. For free. Are, yeah. Yeah. I think streaming release that has helped this movie like an infinite amount. Like it's ridiculous. E even if people don't finish the film and just watch the bathtub, get to the bathtub, get to the blood and then go. Mm. it's got a viral bit, bit and and then like you say, it's got a TikTok trend at the end, ready made into the film. Yeah. You know, come on, everybody, dance around. Well, I mean, they're not really doing it. That should be the real trend. Nudism. Be naked, dance around <laughs> yeah. the house. Yeah. Now, the rich people have really taken to that and sort of dancing around their mansions. So, very mm. fun for us. Yeah, there should be like a bet. We should do one in one of our the bed sits that we end up in Lo in London. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a singular to... room, like going around in circles. <laughs> to <laughs> one corner. It's murder on it. <laughs> yeah where is everybody oh it's 8 p.m um right uh thank you for bringing it back bringing it back um well that was wonderful that was everything i wanted it to be and more mm. and i hope challengers reaps i think this this is the challengers crew when when does challengers come out i want to say it... like february challengers because it no. got pushed back, didn't it? Got pushed. Yeah. And it was very sad. Yeah. It, it comes out the 26th of April. It's literally a movie made for me. Luca Guadagnino directs an erotic thriller about tennis. I mean, sign me up. It sounds like a podcast like story that I've heard before. <laughs> yes. Just like slightly more maybe violent than. Yeah, we I we release Out of Bounds. Um, who were you in Out of Bounds, Jazz? You were a you were a female film. You were a feminist film critic. Yeah, and I was one other part. They had like one line. Well, yeah. you said that you were busy. I no, I enjoyed the little part that I had. I know. Lucy, we were busy though. We were Lu very busy. Lucy. Lucy something. <laughs> The way you wrote it. <laughs> I did write it, yes. Well, I, I'm not supposed to. I can't know everything. Um, Saltburn, ladies and gentlemen. In, in Just like they got lost in Saltburn, we got lost in Pod, Podburn. That's terrible. Um, 
Hodburn. Um, thank you very, very much. And uh, we will, this coven, when shall, when shall we three meet again? <laughs> <laughs> we will only come out when there are movies with sexy discourse. And yes. uh, we will <laughs> reconvene. Because Challengers will have one, surely. Yeah, it needs a catchy song. Don't worry, Darling had one. Sobern had one. Uh, oh, they S. They do. S&M by Rihanna. But they need to put that in the film. It's yeah. it's used a lot in the trailer, which means it probably won't be used in the film. Well, fingers crossed they have another catchy song. Hmm. What's some other good? I'm not really a Disturbia fan. I like S&M. I mean, I want to catch a song in there. Let's be honest. Catches. Kesha. Okay, Dallas. <laughs> your love, your love, your love is my drug. I want that one. Don't know I that one. Um, nothing has rooted in my mind more than the uh, principal in Glee calling Kesha a dollar sign Shah. And that is, <laughs> I, I have then, for, for 12 years now, or whatever how long it's been, only referred to her as K dollar sign Shah. The same way that I call him William instead of William. Um, <laughs> 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 Soldier, Soldier, Weaver. <laughs> <laughs>